it's just like best it, time of the freaking bro, the year. It is, bro. Oh, like you ain't too. You can wear jackets and hoodies and bro, you can wear everything. You, anything, you can bro. wear everything because it's it, warm enough to still slick wear shorts and hey, stuff. Hey, bro, bro the thing is, the thing is, the thing is, I, guess I got one complaint, man. See, here's my thing. I feel like the transition between there being no good sports games to having like Madden and then NBA 2K is just like and then you got to choose between them bro like and I had like one month I'm still I'm decent at Madden bro but I'm not really that good you know what I'm saying not, no, no I didn't even buy 2 2K I'm not dropping 100 yeah bro I, I can't buy 2K yet because I feel like I'm not good enough at Madden <laughs> I, yeah because <laughs> hey when you just said up. you had Madden my eyes like hey it's right there bro oh bro, you can get this work bro, bro I am no, don't get twisted man like now. like Hey, I'm in two leagues, bro. Oh, like, I, money leagues. I do this. I do this. I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm like ranked in the top five percent. Hey, 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 don't, don't tell my wife, bro. Cash on it right now. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> as, soon as, as soon as this I, is over with, bro, I, I'm no, with no, the no, shit, bro. I, I bet you them. I bet you them Jordans that you won. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, but no, that that is that is a, a significant or uh, a real plight, bro. Like of. It's nothing, then it's everything. Yeah, you know yeah for mean? sure, bro. And I feel, but oh, I feel like the gap used to be bigger though. It did, bro. I feel like, like it used what? to be a like it was Madden season, and then it was basketball. I mean, maybe it was, maybe it was my mom because she. Didn't Buy yeah, a game? You know, maybe you know what? <laughs> maybe that was what it was. We didn't get the you basketball game until Christmas. Just get it the day of. Exactly. We didn't get the basketball game until Christmas. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, so that's what it was. So yeah. with with the NBA though, they've moved up in general, right? Because of the uh, to avoid the back to backs and stuff. Like is, is I think I think that's what it was to to stretch out the season and create more time in between games. They yeah, they moved the season up. Yeah, I don't think they start as uh, late as they used to. Okay, well, and then in the like, what's it called? The World Series in that in October too. Yeah, and, Shit. yeah, and I want to say, I really want to say the last game of one of those series like was the, like November. Oh, okay. Like wow. it's straight. Yeah. So yeah. you got hockey, basketball, the end of baseball, and football. College football is like a, something else too. Yeah. So you wow. got all of that. Any college basketball starts back. Like it's all everything. So you you know baseball is really in a crazy spot where it's yeah. got the whole summer to itself. It's really wild. So it's 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 uh <laughs> threw me off like completely. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, it is crazy that starting up and with the NBA, I like a conversation that I just see all the time. And the way that like social media and everything works, like you're generally having that conversation with idiots. So yeah. I just want since I like trust both of y'all's opinion, I just want to have the NBA GOAT conversation for the one time. I know it's just it's just stressful. <laughs> so stressful, man. bro. It's so I stressful. feel like I feel like Friendships have been ended over this conversation, oh, for unfortunately, sure. man. Bro, and then hey, when you when you bring Kobe Bean Bryant into oh, it, niggas man. like don't, don't people don't him. people don't really respect your opinion when you try to bring him into like the the goat conversation. Like he can't be your number one or bro, niggas and like niggas feel away. Like they really do, bro. So, you gotta think Kobe raised us. Like Kobe was yeah. the one, like yeah. you know, Jordan might have been there when you were super young, but then he was gone or he came back washed. Yeah. And then LeBron, you were probably, you know, old enough to really understand everything. But Kobe was there through all that shit. Mm -hmm. So like yeah. Yeah. Kobe stands yeah. be like taking it real personal. So first off, you're talking to a Kobe stand. I know. I, yeah. So <laughs> I'm I'm like a huge like I mean, the number one, this is my man. Uh, what I think has happened with Kobe, and I think he's gone from being overrated a little bit um, historically to being underrated. Yeah. Um, because I think, like, right after with LeBron kind of, like, eclipsing that, I think people have started to, like, forget how big and how good Kobe Bryant was. Yeah, so, we uh, never got a Kobe versus Bryant finals. And that's yeah. the craziest, like, yeah, it's ridiculous, bro. bro. And, 
I I don't I Kobe can be in your all time or like goat score. I don't know that and, and skilled as well. Yeah. As far as skill set, I I mean I think Kobe Bryant is a more skilled basketball player than LeBron James. Um, but as far as goat, uh, you want to get into it? It's, it's MJ and LeBron James. You know, it just comes I mean, from Kobe stand. Are you saying that's what the conversation's between? Yeah, it's, okay, it's between okay, those okay. two. It's yeah. between those two. And, yeah, I think Kobe Bryant is more skilled than LeBron James because when you talk – it's a lot of things that LeBron James doesn't have a really high skill. Yeah. Um, like, his footwork is still really bad. <laughs> like, it's, it's really bad. Yeah. Like, yeah. He, you see some of it, it's like, what, what yeah, he's, he's, you know, for I don't know if he's too big or what it is, but a lot of the movements he makes is like – Kind of like his body is fighting him a little bit on some yeah. of the things, and I mean he's he's a power player, not a finesse player. But as far as as far as scoring, Kobe is you can put him in the goat conversation. As far as skills, I think he can as well. But I, I don't I don't think he's in a goat conversation. It's, I think it's LeBron James and Michael Jordan, okay. yeah. and that's that. So coming between, from a Kobe stand, okay, yeah. that's good. So we can you know clear that out. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that, man. I think uh it's it's between those two. I, I, I tend to lean towards LeBron. Mm-hmm. I think that uh some of it may be recency bias. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's uh this this is what we live through. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We've seen LeBron in every finals, like this every every time. It, it, he's the East. You know what I'm saying? Many, how many is it up to ten? Seven in a row? Seven. I've lost okay. count, man. It's just so many. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely not ten, because ten would have been oh eight. And that's in the Celtics. We're still doing yeah. So, yeah, so the Lakers played the Celtics in 08 and lost. The Lakers played the Magic in 09 and won. Lakers played the uh, Celtics the, again. The, the Celtics again in 2010 and won. Then 2011. Till now. Until now. Yeah. LeBron, 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 LeBron James. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, somebody to, to do it that long and, and be that efficient, clearly the best player on his team every single time. Yeah. You know, uh, I feel like I got to give it to him, man. You know, okay. I, I, you know, LeBron is my goat. You know, I and and this is coming from. I'm not a Kobe stan. I'm a you know. This is, I feel like I'm a rare breed, but I'm a Kevin Durant stan. That's cool. Favorite favorite basketball player of all time. Period. Oh wow. I, I think I think all he's time, I think he's right there in that same goat conversation. I put Kobe in yeah. as far as scoring and skill set as yeah. well. I mean, um, like a skilled player, a very skilled player, not absolutely. skill set overall, because yeah. uh, he he's not much of a passer. Yeah. Um, but just skilled. He's gotten better. He's yeah, gotten he's, better. he's gotten better. But if you look at his his footwork, his touch, all those type of things, it's a very skilled game Absolutely. that he plays. I'm Absolutely. interested to see how Kevin Durant's legacy changes over the years if he leaves the Warriors and goes and gets a ring. With- I'm, I'm excited for him to do it, man. I, yeah. You know, as a Kevin Durant stand. It's, it's so frustrating to hear people say that. You I know, say it's been a tough couple. Of it, years. It's frustrating, man. You know, I, I supported him when he was in OKC. You know, um, I was an Oklahoma City fan. Um, had to transition to being a Golden State Warrior fan while mm. he's there. And if he goes to the Charlotte Hornets, I'll be a Charlotte Hornets fan. Jeez. You know, so yeah, man, I, I, I'm rocking with him wherever he go to. But uh, you know, KD, man, like. He gets so much slack for leaving Oklahoma City, man. Let, mm. Let's let's talk about that. You know, I, I, that that year, they were up. Yeah, they were up 3-1, three, three, mm. you know what I'm saying, Western Conference Finals. They absolutely should have won. But uh, 
you know, I don't I don't think I don't think Kevin Durant was to blame. Uh they have a turnover machine at point guard. <laughs> oh my goodness. I, I was definitely about to get into the rest questions, but that's right. great. Okay. He is a turnover machine. I, I love Russell Westbrook to death, man, but he turns the ball over so much. His decision making is piss poor and uh, you know, it, I don't think that that I don't I really don't believe that the Western Conference Finals it w- is what made the decision for Kevin Durant. Mm. I really feel like what made the decision for him was that offseason when they traded Ibaka for Victor Oladipo and they didn't make any other moves. They made no other moves. They didn't get anybody else. And on top of that, they had brought in I think the year before they had brought in. Uh, Billy Donovan from Florida, he's a terrible coach. They should have got Mark Jackson. Uh, Billy Donovan is—he hasn't proved anything. He won a championship with, you know, like <laughs> two four, he, two two championships with like just stacked teams, though. I mean, you know, like for college is for sure. Yeah, I mean, come on now. They had Corey Brewer, Joe Kim Noah, yeah, two NBA All Stars, and yeah. a, like a ten-year Al Horford, year, mm-hmm. uh, like, NFL, I mean, who, NBA role player. Who you think, Mike got, Miller? Who you think got him there? Who got, do I think got, got those there? players there? Yeah. Oh, the recruiting Talent. aspect. Okay, <laughs> who, who who brought who brought those players there? I guess the recruiters. I don't know. Billy Donovan. Yeah, but right. I mean, I mean, do, do that, we do we take away Nick Saban's wins because he's got stack teams? So yeah, teams are I do. I do. I mean, I think okay. that, I think that Nick Saban, like, yeah, Alabama should win. If they don't win every <laughs> single year, it's 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 bad coaching. Yeah, it's bad coaching. Like, well, here's the thing, though. That's college. So the recruiting, you should get points for that. But in the NBA, like. You, I mean, you don't recruit. your recruiting doesn't doesn't tra- doesn't translate to the NBA. Sure. Yeah, and, and so I'm, I mean, you don't get that credit. Like your yeah. recruiting skills in college don't, you know, yield anything really in the NBA. I so, think that so, one of the biggest sports travesties. There's two. There's two big sports travesties in my mind. The first one is Tony Dungy. The fact he doesn't get enough credit because he <clears> built <throat> that. Tim Bay Buccaneers team. He didn't get enough credit for that. He didn't get another job after it. I guess he retired or whatever. But the second would be Mark Jackson. I mean, he absolutely built that Golden State Warriors team. Steve Kerr is an excellent coach. I don't want to take anything away from him. But you have to say that, you know, the defensive mindedness that the Golden State Warriors had, it was instilled by Mark Jackson. And Steve Kerr even said that himself. Well, just even the unselfishness. Sorry to cut you off. No, no, go ahead. Just the, the, the personas that he was able to create to be able to convince Steph Curry to to just play so confidently and yeah. really instilling him that you're the man. To like Clay Thompson comes to the like draft interviews and he's like, Yeah, I'm gonna be a three and D player. That's it. Like thinks he's just gonna shoot be Trevor Ariza. Yeah. And then like mold them or, or even the boldness to to sit um David Lee and like make Draymond Green a a starter who's like yeah. You know, he doesn't even have a position at the time. From Michigan State. This is before positionless basketball is really a thing. And you're like, you know, this 6'6", maybe 6'5", chubby guy, like, and saying, like, oh, no, he brings enough to the team that we're going to put him on the – like, you can do that with different players every year. Nobody does that. Like, DeWan Blair, you know, could have been on a a court doing – offering a lot of the same things that Draymond Green does, but he's just unheard of. Like, you don't take that risk. And so – for him to be able to mold those people into like the pieces that Steve Kerr had is like yeah. underappreciated. Absolutely, absolutely. And so I think uh, before we get to yours, Blake, I think that it had more to do with the Warriors than it did with the Thunder. I don't think it had to do as much with them trading Ibaka. I think it had to do with he wanted to play in that style yeah. of just like free flowing basketball. Yeah. It was it's a fun unselfish. Team. Yeah. It's a fun team. It is. And then playing for Steve Kerr. 
he's like, he just keeps it real. You know, he throughout, he's just like, he's like, hey, man, you're the best basketball player in the world. You yeah, know, shoot that shit. Just shoot the shit. Just have yeah. fun. <laughs> have fun, man. He understands life. Um, you know, like, hey, man, I think you should be able to smoke weed. Like, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Just, yeah. He's just chill. He's not pressing. He's like, Absolutely. let's just, just go. We got the best team. Let's just go win. No, I mean, I, 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 I get that. I, I, I agree with that point as well. But I think that if the Oklahoma City Thunder would have been more aggressive with their roster moves in that summer, that pot, they would have had a much better chance of Kevin Durant staying. What? You're telling me that you trade you, – you, you have that team that competes with the Golden State Warriors. And then you trade Ibaka for Victor Oladipo, and you make no other roster moves, and you bring that team to compete again the next year. I I just don't I don't see it. I don't know how much fun uh, Durant was having in in the Thunder relative to the Warriors. Absolutely, he's just having way more fun. He is, man. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that you got to bring up the off court ventures as well. Yeah, in Oklahoma. Well, I also think you have to pay attention to the fact that you know what you just said, the style of play that they're doing in Golden State. He enjoys it a lot. It's free for him. You can just, you know, find your spot, and and you know it's going to come to you. You don't have to go, like, searching for your offense. But I think something he had to realize was, I'm the man on this team, and he's probably been saying that to himself, but Russ had came, Russ had arrived. Like, Russ was an NBA superstar. There was nothing you could say. You couldn't attack him, and you were like, okay, Russ is obviously another staple on this team. He's not my sidekick anymore. And... What system, and I think that's still a question they have now, what system do you run with Russ that, like, is good basketball? Yeah. Because Russ's biggest skill is passion. Yeah, it is. Like, And it's the same issue you had with Allen Iverson, like yeah. very different styles of, of play, obviously. But as, as passionate and as hard as Allen Iverson plays, at the end of the day, he's best at shooting guard, and he's six, what, one? Yeah. He can't <laughs> yeah, guard. Yeah, I don't even he think can't, he's six feet. He can't guard T-Mac yeah. and Kobe and uh-uh. Vince. So, yeah. like, what do we do? Like, what do we do? Yeah. And you, I mean, he because was. Because, like, I think that the coach before Donovan was, uh, he's the coach Dude, at DC? Washington now. I mean, I, yeah, D.C., um, uh. I didn't think he was very good either. I don't so, know what I'm saying. I like uh, him. I like I him. I did. He's he's an absolutely terrible coach. As a Thunder <laughs> fan, the reason why I say he was a bad coach was his lineups. You know what I'm saying? There was a uh, there was times where he would Scotty Brooks his name. Scotty yeah, Brooks. Yeah. Scotty Brooks. So Scotty Brooks would have three to four point guards on the floor at one time. <laughs> it was the most confusing. It's like you gave your little cousin a controller in 2K. <laughs> and he just put his and put manual substitutions yeah, on. Yeah, exactly, bro. Like it's like I'm so confused. They're playing they because we always would line up. We would always meet up with the Spurs in the final, either the Spurs or the Grizzlies. Western Conference uh, playoffs. We miss meet up with one of those two teams. The similarities between the two: you either have Zach Randolph, Gasol, or you have Tim Duncan and some other big man. Mm. So you got two bigs. Scotty Brooks, every single year, would move Ibaka to center and Kevin Durant to the four. And Tim Duncan go crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's insane. <laughs> like, it's a mismatch every single time. I mean. I, I don't fault him for that. I don't fault him for that. Like, for trying to force them, trying to force Pop's hand? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that that's that happens all the time with the Warriors. Or, or the Grizzlies. Like, but, that but, the differ- all- but the difference between the two, though. They got to guard our guy, too. And his name is Kevin Durant. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah. So, I, I, I don't have... I'm not upset but with I think, that. I think the difference between the two, though, is Steph and Clay Thompson. You got shooters. Mm-hmm. It's not – you're not dealing with Derek Fisher and – I don't know who's the other point Reggie guard. Jackson. Reggie Jackson. Eric Maynard. Eric Maynard, yeah. <laughs> Eric Maynard still used to turn hey, up man, shout, out, shout out to Eric Maynard, Yeah, no, man. for real. For real. That for changed real, y'all's bro. team. 
I think he uh, was from he was from Rayford, North Carolina. Bro. There it I is. Yeah, I, and man. something else, I think you know James Harden changed y'all's team. You know, oh, for sure. I think you know a couple things that you guys just I can't. They away. really botched that. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. Now, Darius, you don't know Sama, but I know you do. Mm. When I tell you he's the like uh, OKC, okay, he's gonna lose his mind when he hears this, and I just want him to know that I can envision the anger on his face, and I'm glad that you're listening to me. <laughs> Fuck the thunder. <laughs> What well, we haven't got you on the record. Tell me oh, the I mean Jordan is the goat. Yeah, just to, I mean just to you know bring this full circle. We definitely went deep dive on a tangent, but yeah, Jordan's my goat. So we just doing goat or we doing top five? Oh, I'm not. No, fuck no, I'm not doing top five. All right, all right, we all will right. literally be here. That's our, that's our, that's our full episode. <laughs> it's for sure, Jordan. Yeah. Did you say yours? I yeah, I said him. And I, I'll tell you something else. I don't I think, think you said it. I don't I think did. you I said, said I said James and, and Jordan. But that's, you not, gotta, no, that's, you, not, that's not that's not the answer. Hey, goat, you got to say the one. greatest of all time is, is a person. It's a oh, okay, Kobe being Bryant, my nigga. <laughs> Wait, you what? went on a twenty minute conversation about how Kobe was not in this conversation. I never said that. You, you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so man, so LeBron is. Like, yeah, like every, every like every single thing playoff wins like every single thing man but it's tough I I I think we're I'm not probably... talking we're not talking most dominant we're talking greatest of all time oh so and I mean that that little that stat you're talking about him going to seven straight that don't mean nothing to me because you lose it because yeah, yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. And, and who is competition I feel like every East, single yeah, yeah. big person who came up against him got hurt. Like yeah. they all got hurt in yeah, What's crazy is Bron, It was crazy. Bron fans will will like hang that over your head if you like support the Warriors in any way. You know, everybody just got hurt. It always works out for them. I'm like, you're a LeBron Man, fan. Person. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you know we talked about the era before. Like even Jordan's era. You see some of those videos. Yeah. <laughs> you see some of those videos. It's pretty funny. Like, it is, like damn. Like it don't look like these guys are too good. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, like I've heard, like, just seen this guy direct. You know what I'm <laughs> like yo, these guys look like I would hoop on them at the YMCA. Yeah, you like YMCA yeah. hoopers. But so yeah. that 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 actually is exactly why Jordan is my goat over LeBron. And, and that's with one caveat. Uh, caveat. Now address that later. But to me. I think it is ridiculous that when we say Jordan or LeBron, people are like, so one-on-one, who do you take? Relax. Yeah. First off, LeBron grew up watching Jordan. Sure. That's, this, this conversation, I think, is like one of the only times in life we I- I- ignore evolution and like how things like yeah. work. Uh. If LeBron comes five years after, LeBron, after Jordan retires, he's a grown man. Like His whole life is spent watching Jordan and watching all these other people and learning from them. LeBron is the size of Karl Malone with that, like, court vision of magic and, like, the athleticism of Jordan. Like, it's he's clearly a product of what was before him. Yeah. So when I compare them, I'm not comparing them directly to one another. I compare what they did in their time. Yeah. And if you compare, like, what they've done in their time and you compare them against the field of their peers, I mean, I, the separation to me isn't, like, close. Like, it is literally Jordan figures it out, dominates, in the middle of his career takes a break to go do a to go chase a hobby, mm-hmm. comes back, gets in shape, dominates again. Like 
I mean, it's not even close. And like you said, people, the people playing him look generations behind him. Yeah. Uh, and it's not it's not even close. Like he's like the first he's like the first icon that we know in sports. Like like when you see him and Michael Jackson and I don't remember what the like promo or music video was together. It's just literally like two people hanging out doing absolutely nothing. Uh, and the yeah, whole yeah. world was in awe because it was like these two iconic figures are together. That's what Jordan was. Like we had never seen anything like that. And I mean LeBron has done a lot. He's amazing. But, I mean, it's not close to me. Like, LeBron goes to the finals, and we're like, he's for sure going to lose sometimes. Like, that's happened more than once. Yeah. The thought of Jordan going into a finals and losing is maybe the first ring against Magic. It, it, and then and then we like the, like the I story. I feel like there's a lot more variable, man. I think that, like, the GOAT conversation oftentimes gets, like, oversimplified, you know. I mean, Jordan – his teams were a lot better too, man. Like, you think you Jordan's know, teams were a lot better than LeBron's? Some, man, some of them. Like you know, like for example, this last team that LeBron drugged to the finals by himself on his coattail. I would absolutely take the Bulls. Who the hell did they play? Who did the Who did the Cavs play? The Cavs play. They played Toronto. The best team. Best team they played was, I, I'd say, uh, Boston. I mean, Boston. Yeah, Who's I mean, down their two best players. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In, in a year ahead, yeah, down to two best players. Yeah, and, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I don't, I just doesn't. I don't know. I so knew, this is what's tough for me. I, ten I times out of ten, I had bet. I gave somebody a three game spread on the finals. That's how confident I was. Mm. This, I don't. I, I mean, outside of this team, I mean, and of course the earlier years when they're building. Yeah, 06. but the 06 team and this team, like those are the only teams where I'm like, yeah. And if we go back to the Although, beginning yeah, yeah. of this season. That team is stacked. Like this Cavs yeah. team started off like uh, Michael Jordan in 2011 is not losing to the Dallas Mavericks. All right, like he's not no losing way. to the Dallas Mavericks. And I'll tell you something else. Tell you something else. All of this, like you know, LeBron, he could never beat the Warriors because they're such a good team. I mean, Dallas Mavericks not supposed to be in that series. Yeah, they with, weren't with with the Heat. They weren't. So it's like I don't want to hear this. Like, oh, they're outmatched. Yeah. That Dallas Mavericks team led by old ass Jason Kidd. Jason Terry and Dirk was a star. Yeah. You know, like, that team's not supposed to lose. I mean, win. Jason Terry looks so good, man. Bro, (laughs) guarding LeBron James. No, no, Jason Jason Kidd guarding LeBron LeBron James. Ridiculous. At the free throw line. That's not happening to Michael Jordan. You know what? I'm done. That's my case. Michael Jordan. Gotta go with it. You borderline convinced me. Bro, what's even crazier is people like to, like, run the narrative Jordan never played anybody. Bro, go back and look at those teams because they're not stacked like by in, by today's terms. Like, bro, that uh, Utah team, that Utah team was yeah. Bro, if you even just go back and like look at those playoffs alone, and look at who they swept, they swept the Kobe and Shaq Lakers. Ooh. Now, granted, Kobe's still young, yeah. but they had four All Stars that year. Wait, who are you saying swept the Kobe and Shaq? Lakers? Um, Utah. It might not be a swept. It might be a gentleman sweep. Oh, but oh, it you, was like not. Oh, close. you mean the one that Kobe shot the two air balls? It was his first season. It was first no, season no, 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 not first year because this is ninety eight. So this is this is yeah. second year when he broke out and like was an all star. He's an all star. Shaq's an all star. Eddie Jones is an all star. Nick Van Exel's an all star. I'm pretty and sure. And Utah got them the fuck out of here. Yeah, and I, I think in that same playoff stretch they beat the Spurs too. So this is ninety eight. I know with Jordan, like we're so like we're young and he's viewed as such as icon. Yeah, that we like to think about it so so long ago. But right after 98 is, is, you know, 
the uh, Lakers run with Shaq and Kobe. Yeah. And they're still like, you know what I'm saying, that's not like the Spurs Spurs, but I believe um, Tim Duncan and David Robinson are both there. Well, they the Spurs won in 99, I believe, with the, uh, it was the lockout season for them. And then and 2000, was, 2001, and 2002. No, nah, they didn't win. You talking about Lakers. 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 Yeah, Spurs and then the Lakers right. won. Yeah. Utah beat both of those teams. That yeah. same playoff stretch. And it's like, we like to make these narratives because niggas like to make videos on Twitter. But, like, to me, that, that go conversation isn't close. The only time the go com- – and when I say it isn't close, let me slow down. We're talking about the greatest of all time, so you're literally nitpicking at this point. But, for me, what changes the GOAT conversation is if we treat this like we treat it with other GOATs uh, – you know, for example, like Muhammad Ali, and we say, do you consider off-the-court um, achievements and activities? I'm talking at, specifically on the court. Exactly. Yeah. And if we now if we add off-the-court like we do with Ali, then and I'm Jordan going, ain't shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah fuck yeah, Jordan. It's, 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 it's LeBron all day. And, I, if, in if public, I say, like, amongst white people, I say LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> Just be real. I, I like your style, man. I, I'm going to end it with this. I got to start back with my stand conversation. Kobe's a better scorer than both of them. Oh, for sure. Both? And Kevin Durant gonna hit that fadeaway over all day. Over Kobe? Yeah. You think Kobe's a better scorer than Jordan? I, I think so. I think he's a more versatile scorer. Jordan can't shoot threes like Kobe. Jordan, like... His shot got better later. His shot series. got better, and a lot of those attempts are, like, evolving. Like, I don't know if it's just purely being better. Like, so you're it, telling me if you needed a bucket, you're down two, you're gonna get a ball to Kobe over, over Jordan? What are you talking? Hitting a game winning bucket? Game winning. No, 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 no. no, no. Hold on. Even, even. Well, okay. Answer that, but then I got one right for you. No, right I'm, 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 I, it might be the bias. It's just a toss up. I'll it's give it to either one. I feel comfortable with either one of them. No, you gotta pick one. I feel comfortable. <laughs> I'm good. Like I've seen. I, I like. I literally watched Kobe's. I've all I've seen is highlights of Jordan doing it. Like I saw it in the moment of yeah, Kobe, yeah. and so I, I just got that recent. For sure. Bias. So I, 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 feel, I, I feel. I feel. But. I guess I guess when you say better score, I don't know like what exactly you mean because there are shots that Kobe hits that I've never seen Jordan hit, and that's because he wouldn't take them. Like sure. he's not gonna take the like double clutch, double teamed, underhand, forty footer, forty footer <laughs> knockdown. Like I don't think he get, like, I don't think he can make it at the at the rate that Kobe. Can. How like how do we know? Like what? Why don't we just say Jordan had like to me that's just better decision making. I think Kobe's a better shooter. And, and the numbers don't bear it out because Jordan took better shots yeah. straight close to the basket. But I think he's a better just pure knockdown shooter than than Michael Jordan was. It's really one of those things we guess. I guess we just really can't answer. Yeah, 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 for sure. When you think about and it, and I mean, when you when you look at it, like what uh, what did I send you the other day? Like LeBron, this is bringing LeBron into it. But LeBron has had like what 11 50 point games his career. Kobe had like 10 in one season or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like, dude, do you remember when he was on a tear of like 10, 12, 40 he was point going games? Crazy. Just like, it was I easy. Mean, he put up 81 I, points. 81, and, but I think it's more impressive that 62 and three quarters. Yeah. Like, because we don't if, know where he would have got. Bro, if, you know what I'm saying? Like, that fourth quarter, we don't know what the hell no. we, we would have done. No. So, like, he could have, I mean, let's just look at that same pace. He's at 80. So, he's got two 80 point games yeah. if, if he plays that fourth quarter. Yeah. Like, he's number two and number three, you know. So I think uh, I if we're talking about just mass shooting scoring, like I'm I'm taking Kobe being. I guess I guess generation generation wise, you're gonna naturally get better, and that's the thing. And so with them, their generations overlap, so it is hard to 
it's hard to like separate those two, and so it, it is easier to compare them because they obviously played against each mm-hmm. other, and we're just you know familiar with seeing them in the same I guess scope. Whereas we kind of have that gap between him and LeBron. Yeah, you know, something else. Jordan, something is. else, really quickly. Kobe is always you know mentioned with uh, uh, Michael Jordan as far as like similarity. I think Dwayne Wade played more like uh, LeBron, uh, Michael Jordan than Kobe did outside of the fadeaway. Obviously, the fadeaways are mirror images. But as far as, like, dominating that free throw down yeah. mid-range, like, area and, like, just being physical, like, dunkers and long people doing that, like, shorter, yeah. you know, it's, it's – I think they play kind of similar um, outside of that fadeaway. Kobe's and Michael Bruh, the same. Dwayne Wade and, and Charles Barkley both, like, I'm always blown away by both of them just because of their height. Like, D-Wade is 6'4". Yeah. And, like, if you see him and Charles next to each other, they're, like, pretty close in height. Mm-hmm. Wow. Charles Barkley's, like, not what he is, whatever it is he says on paper. I yeah. think he only says, like, 6'6". Six, six, six. Yeah. I didn't say, like, 6'8 on paper. No, nah, he's not that at all. So let me ask y'all a question real quick. We got time. Um, best finisher for a little man, who would y'all say, man? Like, so under under little. under 6'5". Best finisher AI. at the rim. I like that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just finish. Kyrie's period. close. Kyrie's close. Oh, Kyrie is close. I was about to AI say, and Kyrie. AI Kyrie and Kyrie is, are probably I, I'd, say, I'd say Kyrie and D-Wade under 6'5". Oh, I guess D-Wade is in that conversation. Yeah. I mean, like he, the way he – I mean, okay, I guess you have to go D-Wade number one because he plays, he plays to the point where you forget he's little. Yeah. But he's got the thing is he's got very long arms. Yeah. True. So like that's that's what did it for him. That's why he's like one of the biggest like the the, the highest blocking. with shot blocking for a shooting guard, um, and steals and things like that. He's, he uses his length so well. But mm-hmm. Kyrie, man, he just he can play the glass yeah. like better than anybody. Like anybody, any right. angle on the glass, he can hit it. You saw him teaching either Kevin Durant. Hand. Like either hand. Kevin Durant was getting so annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Either yeah. hand is the upper hand, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, I, right. I feel like Kyrie. Yeah, he's he's yeah. got to be be the the number one. You know, <laughs> like, I, I feel like I feel like Westbrook deserves to be at least in the conversation. But you know, Kyrie, it's man, it's just passion, bro. Like that's crazy. Like, bro, I really just like watching Russ is really just passion. Like, mm-hmm. com- directly converted into basketball. Like, yeah. it's literally just giving something about and something you can't put this in there, and he's just gonna like jam it in there. Like, no matter how what he has to do, like. Yeah. And it, it it is crazy watching him play. Find a way or make a way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I mean, just comparing the generations uh between basketball players, it kind of just directly transitions into something else I want to talk about was just being, you know, I guess a step better than the generation before us. So one of the things that I, I wanna try and talk about every episode and kind of just, you know, ram into the head of everybody is politics, just because I feel like we have to like be politically aware. And I don't think it's Absolutely. any easier. Then right now, like, it's not, bro. I don't know if politics were ever this entertaining. Like, I don't yeah. know if I just didn't understand it. Mm. I know my, like, my dad just being African, like, every day CNN is on. So, I mean, it might have always been this entertaining. But, like, we're watching the um, the Supreme uh, Court judges' yeah. uh, confirmation Kavanaugh. hearings. Kavanaugh. I mean, first off, they were ridiculous. Like, hey, shout out to Cory Booker, man. Bruh. Him and um, Kamala Harris were absolutely shout out to both of them, man. For having and then I'm bad, like I'm still, you know, getting better at this. But there's another senator, probably didn't remember his name because he was the white guy. But I mean, I'm just not Dick familiar. Durbin. 
I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the one who said he was with it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, that's what I'm thinking of. Bro, like, just what? Just following that, I was just like this. I was blown away. Absolutely. And I just liked how it challenged me to, like, just really look into it and, mm-hmm. like, understand these things because they're sitting there, like, yelling at us and stressing to us, you know, the, the American people are being, like, fucked. Like, yeah. this is completely, like, out of, like, conduct. Yeah. And so, I mean, as as a voting citizen, I had no clue what the conduct was. And so, as I'm reading, like, what normally was supposed to happen versus what they were doing, I'm like, bro, we live in, like, a, a crazy-ass time Absolutely. where it's just, like, everybody's just literally doing what the fuck they want to. Yeah. And, like. So did did, did uh, I'm gonna ask you a question real quick. So did either one of you guys get to watch the speech by Barack Obama that he had? Uh, I believe it was yesterday, the Friday. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, said Friday? Friday. yeah Friday. Yeah, Friday. Yeah, yeah. Friday, bro. So, I mean, it was it was it was literally a chilling speech for I, me. Man. I don't know if I don't know if you know, but these Kobe Bryant number one, Kobe Bryant and Barack Obama. All time favorite people of all time. Like <laughs> okay, I, I take okay. a bullet for either one. Of them. For sure, for like, sure, like, for sure. And that's that's not hyperbole. I mean that actually, um, in actuality. So of course I watched it. I, I tell you something else. I watch his speeches at work to get motivated. Sometimes mm-hmm. just watch them because they motivate me. Just like man, this guy. Like you know what I mean? Absolutely. And, and so talk about juxtaposition, man. That oh, bro, God. It, it, it's it's so crazy. Um, just to just to see him really easily spell out like this isn't normal. This isn't this is has nothing to do with Democrat and Republican. It's not, man. This is against who we are as Absolutely. Americans. It's not conservative, it's yeah, not it's, progressive, it's, it's, it's not right and wrong. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's it's literally right or wrong. It, it's not, hey, I think we should cut taxes. No, it's none of that. Yeah. It's the president of the United States who represents us should not act in this way. Yeah. Um the Republican Party should not back him up um, when he does these things that are clearly wrong, clearly against our moral code, clearly against our constitution and yeah. our values. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's really great to hear him come back. I hate it a little bit just because it does give um, Barack Obama, I mean, give Donald Trump, it does give the GOP, it gives him a fool because, yeah. um, and it also kind of distracted a little bit because mm-hmm. on their own, they were already fumbling the ball. You yeah. know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. we fouled them. Yeah. I gave you two different references. They were already about to fumble the ball out of bounds, and we fouled them. We, we let them off the hook yeah. because now they get to talk about Barack Obama. You know, that, yeah, that's, yeah, that yeah. they want to use him as Instead a Instead of focusing yeah. on what they're doing wrong. Uh, yeah, Absolutely. and the only bigger fool you could have is probably Hillary Clinton for them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, um, so you watch his speeches, but I don't, I don't, like, I don't know. I mean, I guess probably when he was on um, Larry... Um, Oh, Larry. Larry. No, it's is, not Larry. King. Not Larry. King. Uh, uh, Larry. Uh, no, you're not saying Larry. Oh, his name's not Larry. You're talking about. <laughs> I really uh, led with that too in confidence. <laughs> but the late night host that has the. Uh, David Letterman. David Letterman. David Letterman. Jeez, I was off. Yeah. But David Letterman, the last time I guess I've heard Barack speak was on there. I wow. thought it was Stephen Colbert. No, I, I think he's talking about. On, so he has a show Netflix. on Netflix now where it's he just Netflix. is like doing. Letterman, uh, absolutely. My yeah, next I got guest you. I got you. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, for sure. And so I think that might be the last, like, I guess. And that's not even that well, You know, he spoke. You know, he spoke in Africa. Uh, he uh, went to Kenya. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if you saw yeah. that uh, as well. Yeah. Oh, he, well, he, he went um, there for Nelson Mandela's. It was his 100th birthday. He spoke there. So I guess I genuinely don't know the last time I heard him formally speak. You didn't see that? Okay. Yeah. So, like, in my mind, of course, I believe, you know, without a doubt that Barack is an amazing speaker, one of the best I've ever heard. But I really haven't been refreshed on that in a while. And I guess right before, so I, I mean, 
I essentially just follow hella news outlets on Twitter. Sure. And so the I see the video of Donald Trump at a MAGA rally. And I obviously don't even click on those normally. But they were like the hero we need. And it was like a page that's typically like blast Trump. And so I click on it, and it was like this guy at a MAGA rally staring at Trump like. Platt shirt guy. Yeah. He's, Shout out to Platt shirt guy. I already know where you're going. Bro, he's staring oh, at man. Trump like, what the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Man. So, he's so, in the center of the camera. So I actually watched an interview about that today. Oh, really? Yeah. So they brought him on CNN on Don Lemon's show. Wow. Last night. I think Shout out either, to Don Lemon. Yeah, yeah. Shout, Shout out to Don He has came so, alive. Yo, he, he is, is coming live in the nighttime. For real, man. It, it, it's Talib Kweli diss, man. It, <laughs> <laughs> hey, it made him support the culture. Did you man. ever see him get his ear pierced on uh, New Year's? No, no, I didn't. Oh, he was drunk as shit in a, in a bar with uh, one of the other um, anchors from CNN. This was and, like televised? And he got like just amateur hour, got his ear pierced, and like just drunk and just out there, just wow. Televised on CNN. It was the wildest, funniest thing. I go gotta, gotta go, back gotta go look the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait, man. But what were they saying on the interview? Okay, so essentially, you know, they had Don Lemon had brought him onto a show and, you know, a 17-year-old kid, you know, and he what he said was that essentially they briefed him prior to the start of the speech and he said that you know they told him that whenever Donald Trump starts speaking we need you guys to show emotion we need you to be hype we need you to be clapping you know they he even said that they wanted him to wear the make make America great again hat and he he said he just wasn't going to do it should have put Kanye in there <laughs> would have been right for it yeah for real so um Apparently, the guy was actually a Democratic Socialist, uh, Bernie Sanders supporter. Yeah. supporter. So, uh, but he said he didn't want to, he wasn't going to turn down the opportunity to see the President of the United States speak. Sure. So, and I understand yeah, that, you know. Yep. So, you know, he went to the speech and, you know, he said that he was going to show his true emotion. So, you know, when Donald Trump brought up things like, Bernie Sanders being cheated out of the Democratic primary, he absolutely clapped for that. You know, he stood up, he clapped for that. But when Donald Trump brought up other stuff, like <laughs> the popular vote, <laughs> the popular vote and, you know, uh, things about the economy, um, he showed his true emotion in, in, in those instances as well, you know, kind of even like his facial expressions. And he would even say stuff where you could read his lips, like kind of like, what, what are you talking about? You know, mm -hmm. things like that. So what the Donald Trump team did was they brought in another replacement for him mid speech sure. and, and, and just kind of came up to him and, and whispered in his ear, like, Hey, you know, we need you to move, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Move around. So they uh, told him to, to go and have somebody escort him to a back room and uh, someone replaced him. And then, someone replaced the friends that were beside him as well wow. you know yeah, those just, are his friends yeah his friends yeah, yeah. but but uh yeah it's crazy it I mean, was it was super crazy and the clip that i saw what he was responding to was donald trump was just saying like oh yeah like it's way harder to uh what did he say he said it's way easier to win the popular vote you know you just go to a couple states and then you show up and i mean that's that and the crowd goes crazy and i'm like dog like that's not how like the president speaks and so then they'll like just watch bo's like speech i'm like damn i forgot yeah. like yeah I, i've been asleep bro like yeah. i'm like bro this is how like yeah this is how it's it, supposed to be done man and, and at, at his uh at his farewell speech in chicago um 10 days before he finished up 
uh, I remember afterwards, like, you know, people came onto the area and they just like, you know, CNN, uh, some of the other outlets, they were just like, you know, really take this in because we're not going to see this for a long time. Regardless if Donald Trump does a great job or whatever, we're not going to hear these soaring speeches. Um, and, and, you know, what's missed about it, uh, it's obviously he inspires. You know, he doesn't prey upon our fears Absolutely. And, and try to divide. He yeah. says, you know, from the first time you met Barack Obama in 2004, at the you know DNC speech, mm-hmm. he, he said we're a lot more alike than we are you know different, different. and so every single thing was about that. Is yeah. if we you know negotiate in good faith on yeah. these type of issues, then, you know we can move the ball forward. He said you know Republicans they want to make America great, yeah. you know, as well, and so do Democrats. Yeah. And you know we might differ on how to do that, um, but we're all Americans. Yeah, and the ultimate goal is very more similar than yeah. it is, you know, different. And, and Donald Trump says, no, there's us and then there's them. Mm-hmm. And uh, they don't like this country. Mm-hmm. They're bad for the country. Absolutely. And, you know, they're not like us. And, and, and one thing that stood out to me as well was just uh, Barack Obama's, you know, his, the, the segment where he talked about the media, you know, and he said that, you know, I've had a lot of trouble with Fox News in the past. You know, you guys know, you've heard me gripe about Fox News, but That's I've right. never called them the enemy of the people yeah you know and and uh you know obviously that's uh been the trend here with uh donald trump it is it what's most interesting is just he was pointing out but just not really donald trump but it's how much the gop the republican party has capitulated to him Absolutely. it's not the republican party yeah. it's the donald trump party yeah um you know because a lot of the things that he's going for and that he yeah. values are Against Republican interest. Directly. Directly. Absolutely. Because cozying up to Russia? Yeah. Like, if, you know. He said this is not conservatism. This is is not conservative. These are the same things that, like, Barack, you know, even flirted with doing just out of being kind of civil. And Republicans, like, would lose their minds. Like, yeah. yeah, And, and, I mean, that's not even a Barack thing. That's a long standing Republican thing. We're hawkish yeah. on, you know what I mean, yeah. foreign affairs. And, hey, go ahead. No, I was going to say one, real quick. So one thing that, like, you know, shout out to Brock for that speech, man, because I I feel like, um, what's the, Candace Owens. Yeah. Young lady who, you know, Kanye West put on the map, unfortunately. Yeah. But, she um, fell off pretty hard quickly, too, didn't she? Man, some people still support her. But, um, you know, essentially she uh, continuously brings up the fact that the Democrats were the party of the KKK. The Democrats were the party of the races. The Democrats were the party of, you know, going against civil rights, the yeah. Civil Rights Act. And Which Barack that's not, Obama. That's not true. I mean, that, absolutely. That last part, yeah, that last the last part, part is John, absolutely not true. Lyndon Johnson, obviously. Yeah. Passed, you, you are absolutely right. So, you know, but Barack Obama, he handled that head on, mm-hmm. head on. He, he talked about the fact that, you know, Abraham Lincoln was the Republican Party who fought to, you know, free the slaves, quote-unquote. So, you know, that was the original idea of the Republican Party and how far this current Republican Party has drifted away from that original vision. Sure. That's you know. an interesting take, too, to, like, combat it like that. Because, I mean, essentially, those parties have, like, the the alignment, I guess, politically has, has you know, pretty pretty much switched. Yeah, it's just shifted. Yeah. It's fluid. But to, to, to not even address that, but to just say, okay, y'all were them. What you know? What are we now? And so, a couple of things with that. First off, Abraham Lincoln is Barack Obama's favorite president of all time. Um, so, but I, I think it is 
um, interesting to, to to really talk about that because if you just look at it, man, I was I was just looking at some of those nominees now who have won uh, the Democratic nomination in in in, in Florida. Yeah, um, you man. Know, the governor, Andrew Gilliam. Gilliam. Uh, you know, you got here. You know, the 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 governor that's running here, Stacey Abrams, Stacey a Abrams. black woman with like many dreads. Yeah. You know, not not a not an ambiguous looking black woman. Yeah. Uh you can tell she is a southern black woman. Absolutely. You got uh in New York, what what's her name? Cortez or Escasio Cortez. I, yeah, I'm yeah, totally yeah. But, butchering it. Um, <laughs> but you know, you you have these really strong minorities. Uh you have women, really strong women. Um, black people, yeah. you have you know Hispanics, Man. black and brown people. And Keisha look, Lance Bottoms. Keisha Lance. Lance Bottoms, the mayor of a major metropolitan area named Keisha. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's so that, lit. And she's and, everywhere. And she's everywhere. Going and, through the and, airport. And, and you look at this. And, but here's the thing: who'd she get the who'd she get the mayorship from? A black man named Kasim. Yeah, and right. you know, you look at this. Only in the Democratic Party did they nominate the first black, uh, you know, a president you know, Barack Obama, and then follow it up with the first female. The Republican Party, you look at them, and they're closing their tent. They're getting tighter more than they are expanding. So yeah. you might have, you know, in this fluctuation throughout time, uh, see, you know, you can get a Donald Trump this way. Mm -hmm. But in the long stand, there's no way you can win with the changing demographics That's to funny. be tightening it to yeah. white pe white men and white women. That's yeah. it. That's the only people. Ridiculous. No gays, no transgenders. Democratic Party is transgender, gay, whoever you are, we accept you. Yeah, you're an American. You know, you're an American, no matter what shape or form that comes in. And so that that's so interesting to look at those two. And I just looked at the lineup and I'm like, this is crazy. It's yeah. crazy is that, that they're falling on that sword. Like in a like, so maybe in 2008. You know, you could, like, I think it's reasonable to be, like, blind to the fact that we would be here. Like, I don't think anybody would expect us as a country to be, you know, this, I guess, accepting and really just intentional about diversity mm -hmm. and about inclusion. And, I mean, it's mainstream now. Like, sure, in 2008, if you're ignorant to that, I think, like, yeah. you know, to me, it's not just, you know, blasphemy. Yeah. Like, you're not. It's just more acceptable yeah. than it is nowadays. Nowadays, like, how, like, how could you even think that, like. To to be ignorant of those things is a decision at this yeah, point. It's, it's, I don't think it's they, intentional. At this I don't point. think yeah. they think that. So after 2012, when uh, Mitt Romney lost to Barack Obama, the Republican Party tried to completely rebrand, and they they said we need to bring Hispanics in. We need to bring Hispanics in, Rubio. and we need to bring women in as well to yeah. this party. Funny and Rubio so and they did a they did a whole session, and they just spent. And the whole new playbook was to expand it in Hispanics and women were those two minority groups that they were going to expand with. And Donald Trump turned that on his head. So they knew in 2012 when they lost that this was a need. But Donald Trump said, no, we can win with just our white people. But that's not going to be the case. Going and they'd rather just yeah. be winners than be smart. They'd that's, rather be winners now than be smart. In that's the a term. blip in the long standing, you know, yeah. just where if, it's going to go. If our generation gets out and votes. Yeah. That, that is the this big shift, sure. man. You know, our you listen to this podcast, please get out and vote. And in the in the in the generation after us, don't forget they, these Absolutely. guys are a turn of age, yeah. and Absolutely. they're even more diverse. They're yeah. even more accepting. Absolutely. Um, and, and so when you look at that, you, you can't help it. Yeah. Sucks. You look at this day to day, and you're like, this is really wow, yeah. you know. But you can't help but to be optimistic going forward. Absolutely. Knowing people like you know that are. Uh, you know, accepting mm -hmm. are the people that are going out because at the end of the day, the only way to really get all this out is to, it's, it's got to die out of the, you know, yeah. the pool. 
It's got to die out of the pool. This this race and this bigotry, it doesn't just go away overnight. It does not. And I and I was talking to one of my coworkers about this. I, I, no, no, I no, go ahead. But um, you know, Barack Obama brought up in his speech the fact that uh, in our generation and the generation past, this previous, um, not this previous presidential election, but the the previous midterm election, one in five millennials went out and voted. Wow. So we're talking two thousand fourteen. Yes. Yeah. So twenty percent, twenty percent of the people that were eligible to vote right. made the decisions. So it, it, it you know, it, it's not surprising that the ideolo- ideologies that you know are being presented in Congress or in the House don't represent what we believe in sure. because we're not electing these officials. Yeah. You know, so I, I, anytime that I hear people, and, and it's not just presidential elections, not just yeah. the representatives. It's it's even your local elections, you know. Uh, anytime I hear anybody try to complain about police brutality or you know mm-hmm. situations where police aren't being held accountable, these are your district attorneys. Those We're are the, the people, people who hold them accountable. Though we are the people, the, those district attorneys who decide whether to bring charges sure. against those police officers or not. Those are publicly elected officials. Mm-hmm. So unless you get out and vote in those, you know, elections, your your local elections. It's not going to change. Do your research. Figure out who's, you know, Sean King is a great resource to figure out who is, you know, a progressive candidate who is going to attack the, you know, make make changes, true changes to our criminal justice system and and find candidates who are going to truly represent us. By the way, you definitely should get out and vote because uh, your voting rights are under attack in a Absolutely. lot of in a and lot people are of completely unaware, They're completely mm-hmm. unaware of what they're trying to do to strip our voting rights. Yeah, um, and, and that's why you know one smaller thing. You know, you talk about Roe versus Wade and things like that. That's why Justice um, Kavanaugh will be. It's a pretty big thing. Gerrymandering. Um, just they. The Supreme Court has uh, voted to upheld uphold the Voting Rights Act plenty of times. But with the new justice, they're not going to change it completely. Mm-hmm. But they'll be able to tinker with it enough to be able to segment they out mi- minorities. Absolutely, they got they got they just upheld a, a voter purge law. You see this, mm-hmm. and, and what they can do now is, if you haven't voted in the last two or three times, then they can purge your name from that. Absolutely, and if that happened before uh, Barack Obama got into office. All these people who hadn't voted in a long time. Barack Obama might not have been in office. Absolutely. You show up the day you're ready to vote and you realize, hey, you got to go <laughs> rest. Yeah, you've been yeah. purged. Yeah. Then, you know, so these things matter. And so obviously elections matter. And so you got to get out and vote. I mean, we wouldn't even be here Supreme Court wise if we had, you know, a, just more of a presence in our local elections because just the fact that, you know, we could, Barack couldn't appoint a justice. Merrick Garland. Yeah is ridiculous and now with all the things going well, on in the, the White House resume. stole a seat yeah. you know, it even, no he was a moderate yeah. justice like mm-hmm. in, in comparison to everything to who he could have selected he selected a moderate slightly older he was 60s you know he could have selected a very liberal 40 year old justice that was going to be on there for 40 or 50 Cause years because you kind of miss Barack's optimism just in the sense that I need to do what's best for us. Yeah. I need to see somebody I need to get somebody who can see both sides and be reasonable versus just playing a, the sport of it of yeah, I'm going to get one of mine in it. And it's just like it's ridiculous that not only so this is now two seats, two seats, Neil Gorsuch and now uh, then we're going to allow Donald Trump amidst all the stuff that's going on and and there's there's nothing in place to stop him right now because 
we have to do we have to handle our business on the local level and in the senate obviously yeah. uh, abolished the rule that uh, you needed 60 votes exactly. so now you can do it with a simple majority and get these supreme court justices which is that ridiculous. that's ridiculous. It, it directly goes against the checks and balances that you know yeah none that we are supposed to be instilling in our as our country and i think i'm for sure doing an episode towards the uh probably towards the end of october and i'll probably come back and do it with you guys if y'all are open to it because I'm sure a huge part of my demographic will be Georgia and Tennessee, sure. and just go over some of like the local elections in both states. Yeah, definitely. Um, just to try and keep people aware of that, because it's just something that I think is real cool. Do y'all think uh, Gilliam can pull it out in Florida? Absolutely, I yeah, do. I, I do. But the thing about it is, is Florida is Florida. Like yeah. it's such a freaking weird yeah. state. Like yeah. man, anything can happen. Yeah. And another Trump effect, really quickly, is that. All of these candidates are now running to be like Trump. Yeah. And with that sucks because not only do you have one, now you have all these people. The way to get elected now is to say, I'm just like Trump. The guy down in Florida, DeSantis, he said, I'm more Trump than Trump. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like, are you saying like, are you like verbatim or are you kind of like. That's what he said. That's verbatim. He said, I'm more Trump than Trump. And, and so they, <laughs> I mean, that that's what, that's yeah. what's going on. Yeah. You wow, know? And, and so. <laughs> that's the where they have to run to now. People who actually are more moderate Republicans are getting kicked out. And want to be ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. So the way to get elected is be ridiculous, be like Trump. I mean, we get nominated Roy Moore in Alabama. And and man, I pride myself on the fact that, you know, I actually lived in Alabama. I moved from Montgomery here to Atlanta in April. So I I was this year? Yeah, this year. Welcome to Atlanta. Yeah, man. So I was I was able to vote in that election and keep Roy Moore out of office. There we go, man. That's cool. Doug Jones. It's crazy that that was close. Like that was a it was so close, man. It's not it's not crazy. It's Alabama, bro. True. Hey man. I I, you know, I I, I thought (laughs) I thought for sure like, you know, I I went to the polls like, man, you know, Roy Moore Moore is probably gonna win this, man. But you know, I you know my conscious I gotta I gotta get out and at least do my part. Yeah. And, you know, my wife and I, we stayed up and we watched the results, man. And yeah, I just I remember. So you have the contrast of when we went out and we voted in the presidential election for Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump won the election. And just just I know you guys probably felt the same way. Just going to sleep that night with just like, man, that that pit in your stomach. I mean, we woke up with the pit in our stomach. But just having that difference of when. Roy Moore lost the election and Doug Jones oh, won. Yeah, just so feeling great. that, you know. So I'm, I'm ready to feel that again with yeah, Stacey yeah. Abrams, man. I, I'm I'm all about it. Have yeah. you seen the Saturday Night Live skit? Uh, was it Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bro, that is like spot on, spot on. Especially spot on. the next day at work, like. And in my job, they were just excited to talk about it. I'm just like, dog. Think about going. Think about going to work in Alabama, Montgomery, Alabama, oh after Donald Trump won the election. And, man, it's, it's, Chattanooga, Tennessee is isn't that yeah. far off. Oh, that's true. That's true. One thing I, I do like, uh, not one thing, just the Barack Obama afterwards. Um, and he's just so level headed, and uh, he says, he says, you know, obviously we wanted the other person to win, you know, all these other things. But he says, you know, he tells the staff, he says, you know, this is the way that what is what's the saying? He says, you know. The arc of justice, it bends, you know, the arc bends towards justice. I, I'm getting that wrong. But he just says, nothing is the end of the world except the end of the world. Right. Yeah. He, he says, you know, we're going to be all right. Yeah. You know, I want to play that now. But yeah, so it's just like, he keeps things in perspective. This is very bad. Yeah. We've seen really bad days. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we still, it's still pushing. If you look at that trend line, it's still going positively 
and you see this scatter plot, Absolutely. and this one's you know an outlier. Yeah. That's all it is. For sure. You, For sure. You saw that in class. Yeah. It's an outlier, yeah. and, and we move past it if we get out and vote. And and even you know Dave Chappelle talked about it in his stand up where yeah. he said you know we needed this to happen. Yeah. You know this up? is this is a this is a wake up call. Like yeah. you know this is this is what happens when we don't vote. Yeah, that's super true. Because, I mean, everybody was just on cloud nine with Barack. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Everybody's feeling themselves. And, I mean, I get, like, I don't, I, I never mind. I don't want to, I feel like I have to say it since I started, but I don't want to give Trump that much credit. But, I mean. He energized his base, man. I mean, energized is a better word. I was going to say inspirational. But he, he energizes more than I think Barack did. Yeah. He scared, oh, he energized the opposite base. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Sure. Sure, and, and, I, I, and I think the biggest thing is, man, the indifference. You know, the ind- indifference that I see, especially, you know, with my fellow black people, that you know, a lot of people pride themselves like, oh man, I don't even get into politics like that. You know, like, oh man, I don't, I don't really get into that political stuff, or you know, my vote doesn't matter. All polit- all politicians are corrupt. This and that. It, it it don't 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 believe the hype, man. Don't believe the hype. Your vote matters. You know what I'm saying, especially on a local level. I I I can't you know encourage people enough to get out and vote, especially yeah. this next election. I could I could talk about this all day, but I I say uh, two things left uh, left. With first off, one of the most frustrating things is kind of in that same point is when people were making that false equivalency that Hillary Clinton was it's Donald the same Trump, thing, yeah. and so that was the most wow. frustrating. So frustrating. And I I said the next day, I said my first thought afterwards after this um, after he got elected was, I. I, I can't, ex- I can't, for a woman, that has to be a slap in the face. Yeah. yeah. I said, they see that on the, but they see it every day. Yeah. They see guys that are wholly unqualified. Absolutely. Getting interviewed for the same positions they've worked their whole lives for. Yeah. Only because their dad knows someone at the company. Mm-hmm. She's, she was the most qualified uh, presidential candidate ever, right? Yeah. 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 You, you look at that and you have someone who should not even be an intern at the company. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And, and they are able to be, in the highest office. And I said, that's a slap in the face to women um, that, that, that that happens. Yeah. Um, and so that, that was, that was really frustrating. I, I forgot my second point. <laughs> that's crazy. But I mean, <laughs> definitely has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but this was kind of heavy. And I want to transition into uh, something, which is uh, <laughs> the craziest week in mm. white rapper history, like ever. <laughs> yeah. But, but before I get to shenanigans, I do want to, Stop and you know have a moment for like Mac Miller. Hey man, R.I.P. Mac man, yeah, and we can transition to that. You know what I'm saying? How bitch ass Donald Trump exactly. tried to sue that man. You oh, know what I'm saying? Right. Because of his song. Yeah man, R.I.P. Mac man. Okay. Took me through some tough times in college. So you were you were a Mac fan? Oh absolutely oh, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Best day ever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Macadelic. Yeah, yeah Macadelic. Yeah, yeah. Kids, yeah. all that, bro. Yeah. Like you know what's, what's I'm saying? I'm with scary, that, bro. What's scary is so I I. I I credited it to Kanye when we first started getting regular people rap. Like, that's when I really started, like... What do you mean, regular people rap? Well, people rapping about things that seem like real life uh-huh. versus rapping about, like, bitches, cars, money. Oh, okay, you okay, know what okay, I'm saying? Okay, Stuff okay. that you just, like... Just more accessible Exactly. Yeah. And so, like, just really talking about feelings and things that are real. And once we started getting into that, bro, like, it really gets scary when you have situations like this with Mac. And, I mean, I didn't listen to... Um, uh, Tentacion XXX. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't listen to him like that. I wasn't a fan. I heard a couple of songs, you know, they were cool or whatever. Yeah. But it gets scary when you start thinking like you go back and you listen to music and you see these signs and just hear the things they're saying and you're just like, 
bro. Like, I don't know what else he could have done to tell us. Like, I need, I need help. I listened to a song this morning. Like you said, it was just talking about, you know, him and his drug use and in in just his upbringing, man. It's bro, sometimes like, I wonder who the fuck I am. Like, yeah. what? Like, just like just all of this. You just like, damn, this is heavy now. I could not agree more. I I just I went back and I was like, let me listen to it like a more hype song. But listen to Lucky Ass Bitch. Mm-hmm. And bro, the whole time I'm like, Jesus. I'm like, this nigga the whole time he's just talking about, I do this drug, I do this drug, I do this drug, I do this drug. And like, I was so, I remember being in school and just being so turned to it. I was like, so turned. So yes, lit. bro. And then I'm like, damn, like, yo. One of my bro. favorite Mac Miller songs, by the way. Yeah, bro. Like that, like when I heard that shit, I was like, oh, this is, this is my man's. Like, yo, like, I, I like really, really enjoy Mac Miller. And it, it Honestly, bro, it really hurt my heart. Like seeing that come across the screen. Yeah, I'm like, telling you, bro. I, I didn't. I, I like you. I didn't really listen to XXX. Um, but Mac, like that hurt my heart. I was bro, like, damn, real, bro. Man, like, like, like he's just dead. Like he's gone. Like you know. And uh, so that 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 one hurt. With him, so I haven't dealt with a lot of death in my personal life. Um, but one of the things I've noticed when I have dealt with it is I get this numbness to it when it first happens. I'm super numb and kind of just in shock, I guess sure. is a better word for it. And typically when an entertainer dies, I feel like I process it pretty fast, think about it, uh, you know, replay, you know, some of their bigger moments that, you know, may have meant something to me in my head. And maybe a day or two, you know, I know it's happened, but I move on like Aretha. Yeah. Like, oh, this is terrible. But I mean, Aretha, like, it, did, it didn't hit me like <laughs> yeah. that. Same I was here, like, bro. damn, yeah. rip to the queen. Yeah. Kept yeah. it pushing. Like, yeah. you know, I hate to, like, make it sound bad. Yeah. But with Mac, like, it really processed, like, with, you know, bro, our bro. death of somebody I knew. Like, yeah. I was in shock. And then I was like, damn, like, this, bro, 26. I'm like, telling you, man, like, it's like one of those things where I feel like, you know, me personally, because I, I guess, like, every artist has a different effect on everybody. True. Obviously, you know what I'm saying? So, with me, Mac was one of my, I mean, you know, saying? Whenever, whenever you're going through college, I put I put Mac in that same category as like your Wale, your J. Cole, you know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. Like Dom, yeah. you know what I'm saying? He was in that same era, uh, Wiz, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. All of them was together, you yeah, know like what I mean? Oh, nine, yeah, like bro. 11. Exactly, yeah. bro. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so yesterday I got home from work and laid down, took a nap, maybe yeah, I'm still watching Breaking Bad. I actually just started watching the show. Oh, shit. <laughs> embarrassing as that is, man. So, bro, I'm just, not a Breaking Bad like fan. Like, bro, that. you gotta watch it, man. I right. just think so, it's just so, okay. So, so all right. So, I, I fell asleep watching that. Wake up to a text message from my brother with a screenshot from TMZ shout saying, out to "Hey, yo, for sure." Shout out to my brother, man. So, wake up to a screenshot from TMZ saying Mac Miller died, and I mean, like. Like you said, man, it's like a numbness. Like, yeah. you know, when Aretha passed, I ain't really, I ain't feel it. You know what I'm saying? Even as embarrassing as this is to say out loud, even when Michael Jackson died, you know what I'm saying? I was so young. Wow. He didn't have that effect on me. I was Because, bro, I'm telling you, bro, like, I, I ain't listening to his music like that. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? Okay, it's, okay. It, it is, you know what I'm saying? Everybody has, every musician sure. has a different effect in your life. Right. I was a Mac Miller fan, yeah. bro. Like, I was that guy who was bumping Mac and people around me like, bro, who is this guy? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I put folks on him. That I put I put all my homies bro, on him. I'm telling I put you, all my, bro. My homies in the video. Like, I, I feel like him on Mac. Dom, Mac, you know what I'm saying? I, th- those are two artists that I pride myself, that, that I put folks on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Folks wasn't bumping Mac. Folks wasn't bumping Dom. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Folks wasn't bumping Nip around me like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I put, I put folks on that, bro. And like, you know what I'm saying? Just 
at 26. Like he's a year younger than I am. Yeah, that's crazy. And, and so you said, you know, that accessible music, but he he was a really like intimate form of music. Like yeah. if you listen it's relatable to it, as yeah, fuck. he's like he really let you into his life. Um, and so I had a lot of like moments with with Mac Miller, uh, and, and so like that that sucked. Um, uh, but I I was the opposite for uh, Mike. Like Mike, I was I was hurt there too. Like I was hurt for Mike, but I was like that with Prince. Like when Prince died, I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, but sure. I mean, like I felt like bad sure. for people. Like my yeah. mom was devastated, uh, but I didn't yeah. like. I, I tell you, who I feel bad for obviously Ariana Grande. Yeah, um, man. And then like to see media like just attaching her to it, like yeah, yeah, bro. And, and that was one thing that bothered me, man. As a Mac Miller fan, you know, just reading the the articles that are saying Ariana Grande's ex boyfriend. Yeah, man, come on, bro, man. Like, like say a man he, name. He man. he was he was Mac Miller before he was Ariana Grande's Absolutely, boyfriend. Absolutely, you know what man. I mean. And so, um, but one thing that is uh is really cool is you see the outpouring of love. Like Absolutely. every single person that met him, yes. clearly says like. He was love. He was pure yeah. joy being around him. It was fun. He was a cool dude. Um, and, and so like no one like has any like mild feelings for nah, him. Not at all, um, man. But Ariana Grande, man, just so there's that portion of just attaching her to it. But it's just you know whether she's with this uh, new guy Pete Davidson, Pete whatever his name is. Um, you know she just they just broke up four or five months ago. They were together for two years. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, all it right? does. Then man. it sucks when. You know, the reason why she left him was because of this. Mm -hmm. And then that's the reason why he died. Yeah. And so, um, you know, a lot of people are in her comments saying immediately she turned her comments off. Yes. Because people are saying you did this. You killed him. Is, you know, are you happy now? Yeah. People are sick online. That's fucking disgusting. It 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 makes you hate. It makes you hate social media. It it is. It is disgusting. And it's just like, you know, Mac Miller, rest his soul. He made his own choices. You know what I mean? He made his own choices. And I, it sucks that, you know, somebody would lay something so heavy on someone's soul because yeah. she probably already had that thought in her head. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She, When you're with somebody for two years, you don't want to give up on them. Yeah. She didn't want to have to give up on him. Right. She had to do what she thought was best for her. Absolutely. Bro, and then just talking about people on social media just being reckless. Bro, I tweeted, and I, I think at least one of y'all saw it, that shit with Ebro. Like, mm-hmm. bro, so the people on social media who do that, like, that blame and just putting that in Ariana Grande's life or just saying anything irresponsibly online, like you kind of just accept that they're idiots. Like yeah. you just know like, oh, this is a stupid person that probably is unhappy about their life. Yeah. They don't have a lot going on. They're probably not a, a, a meaningful person. It's, yeah, it's miserable type shit. But uh, Ebro, who's the host of um, a morning show in New York, um, has been a part of the music industry for years, obviously knows his platform. He's on like the biggest rap station in rap, I mean, in, in, in hip hop history. Mm-hmm. To like get online and just suggest, oh, there was foul play or something like that, bro, that family is grieving. Yeah, that's right. They already got to deal with that shit. And yeah, you just man. putting shit out there. Like, there's somebody who's going to quote you Absolutely, and write a man. bullshit article. People yeah. click on You know that. Like, you're Absolutely, not. Man. But you got too much clout for that, man. Come on, bro. Like, that shit is just That's some DJ academic shit, man. I swear. Hey, yo, 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 yo. No, no, Ack. Hey, you really bro. be no fucking with Ack. So I, I do, bro. I do. That's a transition. You fuck with Ack as like a. Yeah, let's transition. I'm sorry. Let me cap that. So, again, rest in peace to Mac Miller and, uh, you know, love and condolence to his family and loved ones. Now, academics. Like, you really be supporting him. Do you support him as like a. like creating his own niche like do you like that or his business about him or you really like fuck with like the content or, or both because i think he's very quick and very 
Like, yeah, I think he, I think his insight on the industry is actually pretty good. Um, I think he has a pretty good feel, and then he has a, a good working knowledge of what's going on. But uh, I mean, I don't like none of that corny shit. No, nah, like that, like funny shit. But I do. I just respect him as a businessman, kind of like how he's kind of carved this out. And it's it's not one hundred percent trolling. It's like he's getting this information quickly and distributing it to the masses, and he's able to build his build his brand. I like his brand building capabilities. Would you hang out with him? I uh, I think he's a cornball, probably. Okay. Yeah, okay. I, I think he's probably a cornball. He's he seems like he's kind of lame, but I, I think. He has a logical thought pattern, even if I don't always agree with the end. And I, I think I've always kind of like respect people who like have a logical thought pattern. I think he does. I think he's logical in the sense that he he thinks before he does things like or, or most times he tries to. Yeah. But I don't think he he knows like he kind of man, this is going to be a wild comparison. But he kind of reminds me of uh, Tommy or is it Tim, Tommy La- Lauren? Tommy Loren. Tommy yeah. Loren. In the sense that they're both. I genuinely believe they both believe like what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think either one of them is trolling, but I think they both believe in what they're doing it, but they just don't have the experiences to know that they be wrong as shit about stuff. Like yeah. the, is is act wrong as shit consistently? Act be wrong act act be wrong for like perpetuating that shit. Like when rappers be rapping about like doing coke and shit and ecstasy and, and all these opioids and opioids and that's all they promote and they get on social media 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 and they, and they, and they put it out there. And their rap name is Uchiwali Uchiwali or whatever, and we've never heard of them. And then act with the following of millions of people goes and promotes them. Like that shit is is bad. That shit is irresponsible journalism, bro. He's not a journalist. Bro, he's, he's or I, I think you're holding him to a higher standard. First off, he's our age. I think he's maybe twenty eight. I, I wouldn't post that shit. So you, you couldn't could, send me that and be like, yeah, shut me out. So but that's how he gets in these niches because he is getting on these artists early. Like, he was in 6ix9ine camp early. Right. You know what I mean? Like, he's in these smaller artists, and I think he really cares about the game. Like, he wants to hear a lot of music, and I think he promotes these smaller artists early. And I, I, I sound like freaking academic stand, but, like, you do. That, that's, yeah, he's man. not my man's, but I just like <laughs> you how he's You vouch it for him, man. But he's not, he's not my man's, but I like how he built, built his brand. The business like, of it, I can Yeah, I, can I support, like the yeah. business of it. Like, bro went from, like, nothing. He's, like, working for Complex. Like, I like that. That shit up, bro. That should be. Like, I just don't think you could, like, it. So I'm not even 28 yet, but if I was 28, I just don't think I could promote people and see their lives going to shit by the things, the very things that I'm promoting and be yeah. like, oh, I'm going to keep doing it. What do you mean their lives? I mean, or you got like XXX who is troubled and like you are part of the people that's really like, you know, putting him out there and like just covering everything he's doing and helping to shape his image. Well, I mean, so you don't I like think Shade what, Room, Baller Alert? You don't like anything? I think all that shit is messy as fuck. Yeah, no, nah, I'm with you. I'm with you on that, bro. Like, so and that's, what's one, that's one thing I was going to say. I mean, like, I'm not, I guess it's hard for me to like, you know, vouch for the man because, like, I don't really follow him enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't get down with the whole gossip shit. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I feel like he is a shade room bossip. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just it's just his lane. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I guess I respect it if that's his, you know what I'm saying? That's his niche. Yeah. But I'm not going to respect you anything outside of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're just a, you're a TMZ-ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, straight up, like, that's what you do. You're a gossip dude. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to respect your opinions when it comes to 
intellectual conversations or, or you know what I'm saying, things that are going on in, in hip-hop or anything like that, you know, you just, you're just just a gossip guy. You know what I'm saying? Well, I, and if that's your lane, you know what I'm saying, that's cool. But, like, that's just – that's what I see Ak as, man. And, I mean, it may just be because that's all I – that's all I've seen. You know, I don't, I don't follow, I don't have a, you know what I'm saying, tough following him sure. on him, you know, but. I, and I, I just, I think he does have a, a pretty good working knowledge of like recent hip hop. I'm not saying okay. that he has like a long standing, but like all these new niggas that I know nothing about, yeah. he knows these niggas. I, I know he'd be in, in, in a six, nine camp. Yeah. Tough, he's you know what I'm saying? He seemed, he seemed like he was in it pretty early. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so he, he'd be on these niggas that I know nothing about. Um, but but yeah, I mean, in that gossip, you, you get into that and like distributing this, yeah. uh, you know, content. I just think that's the new way that you know we are learning about these things. Yeah. It, we're not waiting for this shit to be confirmed by this bigger site. Yeah, it's these individual contributors. Mm-hmm. Um, it's these you know um, curators like you know Ball Alert. Shade room. Yeah. Which, did you know, even, did you even, know about Baller? Did you know how Baller Alert got started? Uh-uh. So I, I just saw this recently. Baller Alert used to be, and I think they still have this functionality, but they would like women would be signed up for this like thing. I don't know database, and whenever like you say you're at a club and there was a baller in there, they would send out a text like, "Yo, Kobe's in here." Like come through, come, come <laughs> wow. through with your favorite stuff. That's baller alert. You know what I mean? I mean that makes like, perfect that's sense. What it was. And I was like, what? I'm like, that's why. What that, that on like a amigo song? Baller alert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they did say it. they did mention that. Which shade room, bro? That's blowing me. How big they are. Yeah. Like they have like an account like bigger than like most people that we know. Like individual like yeah. celebrities. Shade room has more power and influence. Um, and, and I mean, you get, they mentioned a lot. So, so that's indiv- what I would go through if I were a celebrity. Yeah. I would go through that to distribute my message. Like you said, like the individual cur- uh, curators, like that makes me think of even Sean King. You know what I'm saying? Just sure. the political activism he's doing just on an individual basis. Like, you know, and I think that like it's sometimes it's hard to realize how much power you have. Yeah. Because, you know, there's a lot of times where I see he'll. I'm not gonna say there's a lot of times, but there has been an instance where I've seen he said something too and fast. Then, yeah, too quick. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And and yeah. it, it didn't necessarily, you know pan out. Pan out exactly, you know, and, and, and they do the the fact check and it's not necessarily what he said it was. And and the thing is, but that's something that you do end up sacrificing a lot of times. It's a risk you when, take. Yeah. When when you're trying to be first. Exactly. Instead of trying to be accurate. But we I think And I think that's you, news media in general. But that's the thing. These guys aren't these guys aren't that like we're holding them to the standard of journalist. Mm-hmm. And I think it's wrong. I think it's disrespectful a lot of times to lump a lot of people in with journalists yeah. because journalists are so Trying. pure in what they do. Bro. They do. Yeah. Like, and so I, I kind of, that's who I stand for is real journalism yeah. um, because I think they get shitted on so much nowadays and yeah. like they, they really do a good job and try to be, Objective about a lot of stuff. Shout out to April Ryan, man. April Ryan, bro. Yeah, she got hey, a new man. book out, by the way. Yeah, for sure. Really? Go, go get yeah. that, man. I, I gotta check that out. Yeah, I, I like April Ryan, and I remember one time I think she checked Angela Rye on on air because Angela Rye will get out there sometimes. Oh like, yeah, she will. She, she will, with the she'll shits. Be, she'll be too much. You know Simone Sanders? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's only twenty eight. No really, way, bro? Man. Blue Simone me. is with the low hair, right? With the low hair, like bro, twenty eight. Was the campaign that's... chairman? I mean, Communications director, something for, for Bernie um, Sanders. Yeah, twenty eight. No way, man. Like, that's like blew me. She, I'm that's, like, yo, that's, that's borderline. That makes status. That yeah, makes. That's, <laughs> <laughs> yo, 
Yo, it does like, make sense though. Yeah, like I'm like, man, I'm like, I'm proud of you, man. Yo, but um, ah, jeez, what's the what's the guy who's on there? Uh, geez, not Don Lemon. Not Don Lemon. He he's a contributor. Van. Uh, not Van. It's another black guy. Uh, Don Lemon's on. You you you're not gonna think of his name. Not have, Prince. Prince. Uh, what's, what's the uh, oh um. Nah, yeah, nah, 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 nah. That nigga's <laughs> off. That nigga's off. He got in trouble. For oh, what? Like, he was like, he was working at Arizona, state of Arizona. And he was like doing something to women, bro. Oh, yeah. um, shit. He's so corny, bro. I, bro, remember, listening like, him. I remember listening to him on like NPR, because I'm a big NPR guy, man. Bro, I'm, NPR I'm, is I'm where slick, you go slick, to get the real, bro. Bro, I'm slick wash, bro. I got to admit, bro. Ah, but, we're going to uh, get into that. We're going to get into that. <laughs> but so. If we still are. Bro, <laughs> I, 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 I just remember, bro, him, you know what I'm saying, being, being a contributor on there. He's usually the Republican voice, but yep. it's like, bro, I'm listening. I'm like, come on, man. He like, for Bush, by the way. Bro, you remember where he was like crying about Ah, uh, yeah. Bro, <laughs> he, was so, he was so passionately moved. Bro, no, no, the one where he was crying where uh, Donald Trump didn't denounce. Uh, oh. Where he was like from both sides. There's good people from both sides. And then Par- Paris Denard. Paris Denard. That's his name. Paris Denard, man. That's such a cool I called him name. Prince, bro. That's Paris Denard, bro. That's I knew exactly, exactly who you were talking about. Yeah. He's such a corn. He's, he's a cornball for sure. <laughs> but uh, I, we got we went on a deep tangent. But to get back to the white rapper week. Oh, shit. Did y'all, oh, shit. Did y'all listen to uh, Eminem at all? I, I so the thing is, so the album dropped, and I was actually in LA at the time, man. And I listened to it when I was in the airport, and you know, the first few songs, I was like, damn, man, you know, he's spinning this, this M, you know what I'm saying? And then, like, the more I listen to it, I'm like, god damn, he's just saying a lot of words <laughs> fast, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, I'm not really, I'm not really getting nothing from this, you know what I'm saying? Just, just keep just it going. on it, like, yeah, bro. I mean, he, he was, he was saying a lot of words fast, though, you know what I'm saying? Like. You know, and and I think that man, I don't know, man. M M his last album was it it was better than advertised. I feel like it was a little bit underrated. Not not that much underrated, but it was it was it was, it was a little underrated. It wasn't this, as bad as people were trying to. Make it was it not. It was not, man. I really don't think it was. Not man. this most recent album, the one before. The one was, before the that? last, uh, uh, redemption, redemption, something, something some shit know. like that, man. Yeah. But you know. And one thing, man, about M, bro, I feel like he doesn't get enough credit for, bro. It's like, he be, like, standing up for the culture, bro. Like, I think that, like, M really be speaking out on some political shit, bro. Like, really, like, you know, holding not only Republicans, but, you know what I'm saying, just people in general accountable, you know what I'm saying, for the way that they view and that they treat the African-American community. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel like he gets enough credit for that. You know, something with, First off, the guy's name was Bakari Sellers. Oh, uh, Bakari, that's that's, that's yeah, my yeah. okay, that's okay, my for sure. Uh, he went for to sure. Morehouse, I'm pretty sure. Uh, hey, shout out, shout yeah, out. shout out to Morehouse. Um, but you know something that's interesting about that with Eminem is that low income white people and like black people <laughs> are they're in the same boat. <laughs> yeah, they're in the same boat. Same fucking boat. For wow. some reason, well, I know what the reason is, but like they are like, oh no, we're nothing like them, like you, like you, like you. Like you. Like y'all on the same food stamps, yeah. y'all on the same they, just, they just call it snap. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, like, <laughs> oh no, we don't like Obamacare. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But they're on the same program. We want the affordable, we want the, the AFA, the Affordable <laughs> Care ACA. We want the Affordable Care Act, buddy. But no, that so I think that's interesting. So he so really when he's talking about these things for the culture and our culture, it's helping out them as well. So yeah, I, I don't know yeah. why they're like, ah, oh, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, that's yeah. a, it's just a funny way. To, I don't know it's why weird. they look at it that way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is weird, but. 
I, I want to assume it's it's from the Joe Budden thing, but I just didn't know like that people really hate Eminem. Like people really don't be fucking with him. People like who? Like fans? You haven't that? seen that on social? I mean, I think it's just a social media trend. Like it's cool to say. Yeah. But I always fucked with him. Yeah. It's like Lil, It's like when Lil Wayne started falling off. It became cool to talk bad gotcha, about gotcha. him. Yeah. You know I mean? That's yeah. how it is with him now. But yeah. here, but I will keep it a buck. Here's my thing with him. I know, like, without a shadow of a doubt, like, as good as a rapper, as good of a rapper and as skilled as a rapper as he is, I have no desire to hear him. He just, his content that I appreciated for him, from him, didn't age well. Yeah. Like, it's just and not. I, I think, like, like you were saying, bro, like, one thing about it is just the lack of repay value. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, even the last, the album I was just talking about. Yeah. I, no, I, none. Yeah, I, I ain't listen to that again. I, I, I won't. <laughs> I have no attention to. You I, know what I'm saying? I don't like that funny shit, bro. I don't like that funny. Shit, I did bro. growing up. I, I, I did growing nev- up. I, I never grew out thought of it. exactly. I, I never up, liked that funny. You shit, did, you did bro. no, bro. I was like, bro, just my chill, name bro. is Hi. Okay, just like like being so like, all right, that's cool. Guess who's like, back? Like just talk the back shit again. that he says sometimes. I'm like, bro, just chill, bro. But there was what was the one where he was talking about the dude bullying him and shit. You know what I'm talking about, bro. It was on, I think it was on some Shady LP. Not Stan, because that's not really a bully. Uh, no. Damn, man. I, don't I, don't know, I, know, I, know, I know what it. you're talking about. I don't remember the name of the song. Yeah, but, but um, I think that was like kind of on some funny shit, too, because yeah. uh, Dre was, you know what I'm saying, like at the end of it. But <laughs> like you said, bro, like I feel like we just kind of grew out of it, you know? Yeah. Like I liked it when I was a kid. You and know? so, but I respect him from that, from when I really liked it, <clears throat> and from just the fact that I know he's super skilled. Yeah. So to me, just knowing, like, how I feel about it, bro. I just don't listen to it. I don't shit on it. I don't say nothing good about it. I don't say nothing bad. I just leave it be. Every time he drops, I say, cool. I move on with my life. I don't listen to it. I don't click it. Nothing. So when this album comes out and everybody's losing their minds, I continue on with my regular ass. <laughs> but one of but one of my boys, and uh, shout out to Pangay, is like adamant. Damn, M went off. M went crazy. Yeah. This new M so fire. And I'm just like, all right, cool, bro. Like, I'm glad he's enjoying it. Bro, he calls me like twice. He's like, bro, y'all got M fucked up. Like, <laughs> no, bro, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't listened to that. Like, I didn't, I didn't really care about it. He's like, Y'all seen y'all in the group message? I was like, I haven't heard it. I didn't yeah. say a word. He's like, You need to listen to that shit. And so I ignore him yet again. So then the conversation arises in a group message that we're in again, where he's somebody's like, you know, this is trash. Yeah. And Pangay's like, this song, this song, this song, this song, bangers. You fucking crazy. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, that's four songs. I'm about to get on the flight. Let me just save them to my phone. I'll check it out. Bro, I listen to it. I'm like, ooh, this is not a banger. Wow, <laughs> not a banger. So I was like, let me go to the other one. And the Joyner Lucas one. I was like, oh, this yeah. is cool. Like, yeah. This is straight. And then I think yeah, I fuck with Joiner, man. Yeah, I do fuck with Joiner. Shout out to Joiner Lucas. And then I think I I tried the one with Royce next, and I liked it. But I mean, I didn't consider any of them bangers. I wasn't like, damn, he went crazy. Yeah. And then I went to the one he was just like dissing everybody under the sun. The first song, I think. And it kind of reminded me of like when when um, Control, not Control, because uh, I think that's the attempt. It was just like Control didn't feel desperate because he's uh, hot yeah, already. Yeah. It felt like that shit Nicki Minaj just did with like Barbie dreams, where you just oh, say yeah, everybody's yeah, name, yeah. throw something in the wall, and hope Shock it sticks. Exactly, shit, hope man. it sticks. And I was just like, "Damn, Eminem is this desperate?" I'm unaware. Like, I didn't really know his album flopped. Like, I heard it, but the last just, one. And, but yeah, the, okay. But the thing is, 
the oh, so you're saying like the one before this? The one before this, like okay. sales. I mean, yeah. when you're the hottest person in the yeah. world and you take a couple year break, you're 45. You're not gonna be that. Yeah. You're not gonna do yeah. that. I anymore. mean, but even this album, like you know, in Eminem standards, I feel like it flopped. But realistically, it did 415 first week. First week, man. 415. You know what I'm saying, yeah, and it was it was projected like 250. He he did not. Damn. He still did numbers. I, I tell you what, I'm glad you guys didn't bring it up, so I can I can be the one to introduce it. Machine Gun Kelly killed him, bro. He came. Y'all didn't hear this? Bro, I went heard it. Off. I heard bro, it, like man. went off. Like, and I'm like, not an MJK. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Fan. I haven't heard anything since Wild know, Boy. Oh, the, I was gonna say I don't know one song. I forgot about that. Yeah, Wild Boy. That's the only song I know. Is about he? It. Is he from Antioch? What? He's from. Uh, no, I'm thinking of Yellow Boy. Yellow Boy. Is Yellow Boy from Nashville? Uh, I think he is. I think he's from like Alabama. I think he's from Alabama. Is he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I just Mach- remember him Machine performing Gun, at Fat I think Cops. Is, Machine I just Gun, I think he's from, from Pittsburgh. So Yellow Wolf has a Nashville artist. Okay. And Machine Gun Kelly's from Cleveland, actually. Cleveland. Okay. Because okay. I'm a okay. Eastside Cleveland wild boy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you're right. <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not an MGK fan. And no, but. I but, love but, the song. But, I ain't going to lie. But, wild Boy, me too. Me too. I would like it because he's like, Waka, do you you think you're a lyricist? He said, "Hell no!" Nah. Is, is that the one? Where he's like, "Goku." No, no, no. He's like, "It's the video." He's like, "Walker, do you consider yourself like a lyricist?" Yeah. Walker looked at him. He's like, "Hell no!" Nah. <laughs> and then he goes, "Yeah, here come that bullshit." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yo, but like, yo, he, he was it. speaking. But I mean, like, I think he he just wanted to do it because he like, this is my time. You know I mean, mean, I think he's got an album coming out. He needs this as yeah, bad as yeah, him yeah, does. Exactly. Yeah. So like, yeah. this was good for him. Like he like, all right, great. It was, it was you know low key I mean? a oop. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was a oop. He was like, oh, I'm about to get him. Like, yeah. I'm on their side. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm like, <laughs> it was, it was like we're in the era of just the most respectful. Di- well, outside of Pusha T's ass, he didn't get the memo. We're in the era <laughs> of the just the most respectful disses. Like. It ain't no more of just completely berating people and insulting their entire life. I need life. some ether shit, man. I swear, like, he Duppy was just, was like... Duppy was a good diss. I mean, Duppy was, <laughs> was a good... Duppy was a good diss, but it was pretty respectful, like... I mean, like, it wasn't nothing that you Virginia just, like... Virginia Williams! Yeah. <laughs> That's where he fucked up. But, I mean, like... Dude called... I think he called him the GOAT. Yeah, he did. He did we respect goat, you man. so much. Yeah. Did, and I'm just like, this is how you, like, this is weird to me. Like, like this, this isn't a diss song. Yeah, yeah, we know you great. Yeah, we know you do great album sales. You're so cool. He said, you what? rich what? as fuck. You still mad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, he did the opposite of what Eminem did. So, you know, in A Mile, where he's just saying all his faults. Yeah. So he's like, well, I'm going to take your positives away. I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah, we know you're great. We know you're this. So it's like he did the opposite of that. So that Eminem can't just say, yeah, you know I'm rich. Yeah, you know I'm the greatest. So he like already <laughs> grabbed that. So if that's what he was trying to do, then I I commend him for it. I mean, it's definitely just difficult as Eminem to like look up and now, you know, most of your career you've had, you know, the greatest producer, arguably the greatest producer of all time. Mm-hmm. And now you are just so obsessed with your beats and like, Three billion from Apple. That's how much beats got. Sold. Oh yeah, I'm out of here, dog. Three billion. Forget a beat, boy. Yeah. And so now you got, you got Eminem producing his own stuff and throwing all the pop stars on it. It's just not. It's just not a great product. And so now, like that, he's trying to go rapidy rap. He's just desperate. So yeah. MGK gets in him. Now, I didn't. I tried to like gain like interest to look into this. But I mean, I couldn't. What's what's the issue with him and G Easy? Do either one of y'all know? Uh bro, no, I think he's just calling him like a cornball or something like it. I, I he made his hair like me or something. But yeah. I, Eminem's career has been dead since Mariah Carey ended it, bro. Mariah, Mariah Carey. So did you know that after 
And so I said that. I was like, you know, Mariah Carey. You, you about to tell me them voicemails. All right, I didn't know anything about even. that. Don't We still don't. Yeah, Listen, yeah, yeah. Mariah Carey. Like, body. <laughs> Ryan Carey. So I, after Mariah Carey uh, d- drops Obsessed and has Eminem, like the dude looking like him, or it's her, isn't it? What do you mean? Who's the person playing Eminem, isn't it? Her? I don't know. I think it's her dressed up like him playing around. Getting bodied by a singing nigga. <laughs> That's <laughs> Mariah Carey. <laughs> so I think she's like making fun of him. And then like, um, I think on TRL or something, he like premieres tapes of her like talking and begging for it basically. After acting like, why are you so obsessed with me? Like, I don't want you. Yeah, I'm a mom and pop. You, I mean, you're a mom and pop. I'm a corporation. Which, as big as Eminem is, I mean, Mariah Carey is. Yeah, she, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. She Which I had a guy arguing with me, like, for real down, that Eminem was bigger than Mariah Carey. And I was just, I was just like, very upset about yeah. that. I mean, Dude, it, I mean like, she, t- like when she, she has, like, the like Christmas... You know what I'm saying? Song of all time. Bro. She hasn't been able to hit oh. those notes in like five years. Yes, and they book it. her every year just because of how bro, big it is. But the thing is, is like, all, all they got to do is just, you know what I'm saying, play the track. Yeah. They just have her. Yeah, I don't she, know why. She like created a new octet or something. Like, she octave, hit like, yeah, yeah. Uh, what octave or whatever. The uh, squeak. Yeah. I think like her and like Ariana Grande can hit it now, apparently. Yeah. But hey, that we belong together, bro. I tried to hit that note the whole time. Bro, have you ever seen the video of her and uh, Buster Rhymes? Which video? It's so it's not like an official music video or something. It's more recent, and it's like <laughs> it's that uh, song that they have together, and it's like, baby, if you give it, yeah, bro, bro, Buster ass is drowning in sweat. Buster is sweating at a rate like I don't. I'm not that wet in the shower, and this nigga is drenched in sweat, and he's in there just bouncing, bouncing his shoulders on her damn, and she's just missing every note. It's like when you play a video game, like or something that, like that little dunk kind of game, the, 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 the guitar hero shit, and you just are yeah yeah guitar hero even better where you're just constantly missing and missing, and so she's with every note, and I'm like. She'll know we can like hear her. <laughs> and then Mariah Carey has the absolute, con- like, just the best confidence when it comes to singing because yeah. she always looks like I'm doing great. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, this sucks. Her feedback has to be broken. It's it's it's, it's either Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant. It's, it's like that. It's like he's, he's still confident. like he's Michael Jordan. Probably still think he can beat the whole league. <laughs> he probably still like, yeah. hey, I'll come back right now and I'll yeah. whoop y'all niggas ass. And Mariah's got to be on that. Yeah, same so he's shit. like, like that Washington shit wasn't real, dog. Like. <laughs> No, nah, nah, it. it reminds me of like Ocho Cinco. I don't know if y'all follow him right. on Twitter, bro. But I, bro, the way he be talking to people, I'm like, Chad, you know, you like couldn't do it no more, dog. Like we yeah. saw it. Yeah. And he be like, yeah, 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 feet not fast enough, dog. Like, yo, I, I fuck with Ocho, man. Cause he be, he be, I, I don't fuck with him. Oh, you don't fuck with him, nah. bro? The McDonald's shit is weird. Like, yeah. Dog. Hey, the feet shit is weird too. True, but he be waxing niggas on FIFA, bro. Oh, yeah, waxing exactly. niggas. I, I respect him on that, bro. Yeah, but, but you no, know, no, just because I've been waxing niggas for a long time. Bro, he eats games. McDonald's like every day. But you'll get waxed though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. We are definitely going to turn the. Uh, we're not going to make it out tonight. We're definitely going to turn the PlayStation on after this. It's been too much shit talking. But um, yeah, he eats McDonald's every day. What? Yeah, like or, why or some sh- like that's I don't know if that's real, but he be like he, he be, be real real just standing McDonald's. Yeah, bro. like standing McDonald's bro. It's weird as fuck, especially like just his size. Like that nope. shit's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That shit is wild. Nah, yeah, yeah. I, I eat McDonald's and smoke cigars like every day, huh? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Is, I, I mean, all day. 
I guess like he figures like I've already you know destroyed my body in the NFL. It's no use trying to like take care of it now. Yeah. We got washed. Oh, I think that's the last thing we got is just being washed. And I was just asking y'all because I know y'all are in Atlanta, like, bro, this is like the black capital of America. It is. Are y'all washed or do y'all like really get to live Atlanta up? Let you answer, Nate, man. Nah, man. Let me let me let me let me let you answer first, man. Well, anybody knows me, you know this. Like, I, I've always been a homebody. Like, I, I ain't <laughs> never just wanted to just go out all the time and things like that. So, so uh, wash just diverted. So no, 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 no. So so, but here's the thing. Like, I really, really enjoy Atlanta. Yeah. I love going out. And seeing people that look like me, no, nah, for like, sure, and they're successful. They ain't I'm just on their bullshit. Nah, not they at all. successful. Uh-uh. Like you go, if I go back home, we're not to talking limelight. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. If I go, <laughs> so that, I was, if I go back home to Nashville, uh, the middle management, the upper management positions I want to get into, those positions are held by white people. These people these, in, in Atlanta, these they're held by people that look just like me, just who like go me, to man. the same places as me and party. So I, I do like to go out a good amount, but this is why I'll say. I'm, I'm slightly washed. I, <laughs> I, the, I was talking to my friend the other day, and I just told him, like, the things I was excited for. I was like, man, we getting a new couch, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, man, we getting a new couch. And I was like, look, look, bro, we getting a new table in a couple of days, too, bro. So we'll take this. Da, da, da. You know? And then I tell him, I said, man, you know something I hate? I hate wrinkles in my clothes, bro. Like, just, you know, you're like, nigga, what the fuck you're, is talking wrong about, with you? you're talking about some old man shit. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, I'm like, man, I forget my belt. <laughs> like, just stuck. And he like, like, I can't bro, he tuck he, my shirt in. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, and he like, like, bro, what the hell? Same age as me. He like, like, bro. What is wrong with you? But you know, it's, it's interesting. We're at this age, bro, where like, we got friends just in so many it's different so priority old, levels, all so many different spreads. Yeah. Like, like, nigga, like, I'm just trying to do this. Like, I'm still trying to fuck bitches, get money. Like, yeah. sorry, you had to edit that out. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's like that. That's what you know. We got friends trying to do that. We got friends that are married. Yeah. We got you know what I mean. So it's just the the range is so wide right Absolutely. now at this age. Absolutely. We got friends with kids. Yeah. You know, and so um, and everywhere in between. So I would say. Uh, slightly washed because my no, you know what? That's what I want to say. I'll say I'm not washed, but my priorities have changed. So I'll say <laughs> that's that. Absolutely, that's, that's, that's real. A, that's real, that's, bro. That's a very washed answer, though. Like, <laughs> like, you don't, you don't just be out here living and come out with that answer. I mean, that's yeah. perfect, though. I yeah. feel you. What about you, bro? I'm gonna keep it hundred. I'm washed. Bro. Yeah. Like as much as I don't want to be washed, bro, I am, bro. Like I, I'll admit it. You know what I'm saying? Like married. You know what I'm saying? Been married for. I got married April of last year. You know what I'm saying? So, no, I appreciate it, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I tell people, because a lot of people ask me, like, you know, how's marriage life? Bro, you know that Wale song where he's like, where it has Seinfeld on the the beginning, bro. He's like, you never know what it's going to be like, bro. It's like the beginning of a roller coaster, bro. Like, you'll never be ready for it, bro. You won't. Like, he's preaching to you, bro. For real. Like, that shit is not a joke. You won't be ready for it, bro. It's, it's change. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you're not going to be ready for it. Like, you just have to, you know, you got to adjust with it. Like, there's, you're going to have your disagreements. You're going to have to, you're going to have your, you know, your struggles. You just got to make it through it. You know, it's real. Yeah, man. So, but uh, back to me being washed. Uh, you know, we had a period in our marriage where my wife, I moved down here in April. My wife didn't move down to August. And... I was down here at Dolo, mm, living in Midtown, Atlanta. Mm, 
mm. in a dope ass, you know what I'm saying, one yeah. bedroom condo, high rise. Midtown Sheesh, is lit as fuck. Bruh. You know what I'm saying? But I thought for sure, bro. I was worried. You know what I'm saying? I was yeah. worried. You know, yeah, <laughs> I was bro. terrified. Yeah, bro, exactly. You feel I me? Was like, terrified. bro. So I was sure, like, man, I'm going to fuck this up, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to fuck, fuck this up. Yeah. I know me. Yeah. But I didn't. That's yeah. legitimate. Well, congratulations. That, I mean, for that's real. a big deal. Because, like, it, anybody bro. who's just not familiar with Atlanta is just going to hear this and be like, what? But no, like, if. Bro, I'm telling you, like, chicks on my floor, like, you know what I'm saying? Home. I had I had, you know, we I threw a party for the for the finals. We on the 39th floor on the rooftop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You feel me? Like it, 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 I, bro, I feel you. Like, <laughs> and, I, and I and I tell I tell all my friends and Blake just I said, "Bro, I want to try to describe to you my location, like where bro, we're at." It's crazy, and, bro. And in like it's crazy. every single thing is accessible. Yeah. And everything is right in front of you. Bro. And like because of just the options here, like yeah. you know, like what would be a you know, I just gonna sound misogynistic. What would be a ten in Nashville? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's yeah. you know, it's, it's average here. No, you know what I mean? So, so it it makes you really just, you know, what I'm saying, change around your priorities, what you really value, and uh, yeah, I'm lucky washed. Mm. <laughs> I'm lucky. I'm lucky washed, man. That's good. But y'all nah, went through the it, gauntlet. Man. That's pretty impressive. You guys went through the Atlanta gauntlet, like Absolutely, you, you were in no. like a, I mean, probably like here in Houston, or probably like. Yeah. The bad bitch. It's so so of so. You know, if my wife listening, man, if shit don't work out, I'm gonna feel like <laughs> dumb ass. You feel me? Like, hey, if Jesus is listening, if if this don't work out, if he ain't really coming back, I'm gonna feel like a dumbass. <laughs> really like a Christian. Bro, I could I could have got some. I could have went crazy, bro. I got away with some crazy shit. You know I was gonna say y'all but, are in the the gauntlet, and so I mean that's really big of y'all both to be like, you know, nah, I'm chilling out. Cause for yeah, me, bro. like I ain't. I mean, I feel like I would have made the choice, but I didn't really have an option. Yeah. Like I, my, my surroundings washed me, <laughs> and I just like you know acclimated to it to where now like, but when I go back uh, to the VLA, everybody hit me up, and I like I just yeah. ask. I have washed responses to like yeah. messages. Like, for real, people would be like, "Yeah, yeah, yo, we finna hit the sea. It's finna be lit. Let's go turn up." What are we celebrating? <laughs> <laughs> like, what What is the occasion? And they're real, like, man. they're like, we just going up. Like, and I think that like. Especially with us, man, like, you know, you realize that, like, shit changes. You know what I'm saying? Like, with me, I realized that I got shit to lose. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, at this point in my life, bro, like, you know, man, that's a good, that's I, good. I got a government gig. Yeah. You feel me? Some shit Ooh. go bad. It ain't no coming back from. I work from the Department of Transportation. Yeah, DOT. I can't. I, 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 I catch a Dewey. It's over. That's <laughs> wow. a wrap. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's, that's, that's done that for. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it, it, you know, it's just it changes your whole perspective. You gotta have a paradigm shift, and you know, you gotta you change your decision making process. Sure. So I think that that's what's happened to me. I do like the the crowds that that's yielded me to though, being washed. Oh, for so sure. So when I'm washed and like, man, this is crazy. But the the littest thing like I I look forward to on the weekends is like a good ass game night, bro. Yeah. Especially mm-hmm. if it's like like you like your game night with your you know your friends that you already mm-hmm. know you hang out. It's cool. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. But when you have like a game night, random game night you're invi- uh, invited to, and like you just hear of just different careers, you see people mm-hmm. you know being successful. Mm-hmm. Your careers like you don't even know because like in the black community we gotta get out of that. Like yeah. you got and, and I mean if you touch the African uh, community it's terrible, especially Nigerians. Like you're a doctor. A lawyer or engineer, yep. and with black people, we not too much further off yeah. than what that. you majoring like, in business management. Looking yeah. at yeah, like and then like yeah, 
I mean, you only got like five careers where black people treat you like you know anything. Yeah. And it's just yeah. like as you get older and you just learn more, and it's just like I'm happy that I'm seeing things like like aviation and like you know in marketing, and I'm like, okay, if my kid like is young enough and their interests are in like video games, we can yeah. sit down and come up with a real career. Absolutely. And I don't have to be closed minded like the people sure. like the generation before me where they're just like you know. This is what you have to do. And so, like, conversations yeah. like that, I'm excited, like, yeah. when I go out. It's, it's about exposure, man, for yeah. sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, in my in my, in my my experience, you know, like, aviation, I would have never got into it if it wasn't for my grandfather. You know what I'm saying? He was a uh, helicopter mechanic in the Army. You know what I'm saying? One of the only African-American helicopter mechanics, you know, in his day in the Army. You know, and he wanted to be a pilot, but... You know, due to the the discrimination and racism, the right. racism that he faced, you know, while he was going through the process, he wasn't able to get through. Yeah. So he encouraged me to get my pilot's license to get a job in aviation. I, I ultimately ultimately didn't pursue a career as a pilot, to the career as an air traffic controller, you know, mm. but still stayed in the aviation field, man. And it's a it's a gold mine. I yeah. mean, it, it literally, like you know, is not many jobs that you can make six figures easy in, you know, I really, I didn't even have to have a college degree for the job that I'm in right now. Sure. And, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's the gold mine. We're just, just grossly underrepresented. Yep. And, uh, you know, there's several rep, uh, organizations that are reaching out to, to young people of color to, to try to bring more people aboard and to introduce them. You know, we do a ACE camp here in Atlanta, aviation career enrichment camp which basically tries to introduce the youth into aviation careers to let them know that, hey, pilots aren't the only jobs here in aviation. Sure. You have, you know, air traffic controllers, you have mechanics, you have aviation medical examiners, you have, you know, aviation lawyers. There's there's so many careers in aviation. There's so many options that are available. Aviation engineers that aren't really exposed and, and they make you think that like, you know, one thing that really bugged me going through, you know, and I hate to go off on this tangent, no, man, keep going. but, uh, you know, being in air traffic, the thing I get the most is like, you know, Hey Darius, you know, you're an air traffic controller. Are this one of the most stressful jobs in America? Yeah. And I, I have the same response mm -hmm. every single time, man. Like being broke is stressful. I swear. Getting your, Way more stressful get, than any job. Getting your lights cut off is stressful. <laughs> Selling drugs is stressful, Woo! bro. I swear. Talk about you it. feel me? Talk you know about what I'm saying? It. So, like, this right here, we're built for this. Yeah. We are built. You know what I'm saying? If, any, if anybody is built for this, it's us. Yeah. So, I, I encourage anybody, you know, usajobs.com. Anytime that... You know that that there is an open bid. You have to have three years of experience, work experience, to be able to apply for a job as an air traffic controller. It's all you need. Three job, three years of experience and a high school degree. You don't have to go to college for this wow. job. A government gig with full benefits. And I mean, I make so much money. <laughs> I make. Talk I make. I mean, I I don't want to brag, bro, but like, I make so much. Yeah. It's cr it's crazy. Like, you know, what I'm saying, people are like, man, you you know, it's hard work, man. Like, I've got paid a lot less to do a lot more in my life, bro. You feel me? So, yeah, man. That, that that's that that's my TED talk, man. I appreciate y'all coming, man.
the you breath for back, though, for a second. That was I got hard. to, bro. That's a blessing, Jay Z. Hey, hey, for sure, bro. I appreciate that. You know, that, JV man. on the track, oh, yeah. talking Jay shit. Talking, hey, bro. Like, yeah. I got to, bro. Hey, that's a blessing, man. Hey, I can get this Tesla, man, just just off talking, bro. Yeah. I'm telling <laughs> you, man. That's a flex for you niggas that don't know what hey, Tesla is. Hey, Humble man. brag, nigga. Hey, man. Pull up on them, autopilot. <laughs> But, I mean, that's how it is, bro, and that's really the kind of conversations, like, stuff like this is exactly what comes out in, like, you know, the washed-ass dinner parties. Absolutely. And that's where you're going to find me. Yeah, Niggas be hitting me. I'm not pulling up at the weekend on a yeah. Saturday for no reason. It better be your birthday, I found nigga. out about this shit through some washed-ass niggas. Don't text Real me to come shit. to the weekend for no reason. Yeah. yeah. So, you, you said you were washed? No, I'm... Like were like in the past, or I am. <laughs> Watch.com, my nigga. <laughs> I'm in the fan club, man. Bro, I'm I'm about to go. I'm about to go to the house. You know, soon after this, and and smoke hookah. Probably, <laughs> probably, oh yeah, I got the hookah now. Hookah lit. Ah, about to drink lit. some wine. Might chill in the patio. Yeah, yeah read a book. Hey, but yeah. that's that's a, that's a good night, bro. If you get bro, out of the patio, so maybe I ain't watch because that's it. That is a great night. That's yeah, what I'm bro. telling you. You just, bro, you just like, really made me happy. That's a great night. Or I could yeah. be in a club. Looking at worse ass bitches that spending your money, talk, spending fifty dollars to be sober, yeah. or and bitches I couldn't talk to, or I wouldn't want to talk to if I could talk to them. Yeah. Like, what yeah. the fuck are we doing here? Yeah, yeah. man. And then I and spent money to be in a damn booth hey, or some hey, shit. Hey, let, me, let me buy a bottle for three hundred. Yeah, the same with a bottle. firecracker on it. <laughs> <laughs> shit, corny, bro. No, no, no. Hey, no, hey, no, no, hey no. I did buy a bottle like two weeks ago. <laughs> oh, you got? I mean, you got to like we you got to splurge bro. when you do go I mean, out. I, I bought a bottle. Nah, I ain't buying it. I'm, I'm going to get the Tesla first, then I'm going to get the bottle. I, no, 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 no. The funniest shit I've ever seen, and people like act like it's normal. Like When I comment about it, everybody looks like it's weird. Look at me like I'm weird. But in Nashville, I guess it's a fire hazard now, or I don't know if these niggas are just cheap. But when you buy a bottle in the veal, Bruh, they don't have real they don't sparklers, <laughs> bruh. They got the security like Yeah, bruh. It's and flashlights versus electric lights, Same bro. price? Same, Same price. Shit uh, on you, you tripping. Nah, nah. We gonna need tripping, we gonna need two fifty for the bottle of hen. Baby girl, you better drive out to Ashland City and get my spark. I swear to God, because this ain't gonna work. Out. Yeah, it's a wrap, bro. bro it was shit. so corny, bro. I know exactly what you're talking about. Bro, that should be having me hot. But we've been going for a minute, so I'm gonna go ahead and close it. Um, I guess I gotta start with like the drink rating. I mean, we've deplenished this douce. So to to say. <laughs> To say we didn't like it would be a a, a lie for sure. <laughs> but um, is that a word? <laughs> I'm about to look it up. <laughs> the planet's really flowed out too. I feel like it is. No, bro. it's not. It's not. So <laughs> no. look, oh, oh, look, look. I think you meant deprived and replenished. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, or depleted, depleted. That's what I mean. Depleted. Ah. Uh, I mean, I feel like if deplete, I mean, deplete is for sure. Hey, man, deplenish, man. You heard it first. <laughs> yeah, this is a new word, shit. man. I, we have deplenished the do say. So, does, I mean, solid. I mean, so for one, you could do the combo however you want with the do say and eliminate. And so that really changes it. So I'm going to give it like, I guess, a like a range. So the first time I definitely slotted out when I made it myself. So I gave that like a 7.5. But when you mix it the second time, I give it a strong nine. So that's it for the do uh, say rating. But bro, I want to thank y'all for sure for coming and doing this. This shit's been lit. We've been going for a minute. It's a long minute. Long bro, minute, bro. And the the talks off the air were the best parts. Sorry yeah. for y'all. Damn near. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry for y'all. But did yeah. y'all have anything y'all want to shout out or plug? Any social medias or anything? 
Now I ain't got nothing to plug. Uh, we got Blake coming up on the hot wing challenge after this. Don't hey, think I forgot. Relax. Don't think I forgot. <laughs> so you got that. Uh, my birthday, September 21st. Uh, oh, we for sure. Hold on. Hold, hold the uh, sure. birthday shout outs. We're going to get to those in a second. Uh, hey, man. Uh, shout out to the homie Blake, man. <laughs> you feel me? Follow follow him, man. Shout out to Blake. Appreciate yeah. y'all. Actually, what, what, what's, to, what's the man. Twitter? Yeah, yeah. We definitely want all the support. So like, repost, share all that. Follow us on social media. At underscore me and the homies. Um, we appreciate all the support. I mean, when I first uploaded the uh, social media was just this weekend. Everybody went crazy. I was really surprised. Like, yeah. like you know, and I feel like me and Blake, bro, we're so similar. You know what I'm saying? Like, we we kind of stay in our box. You bro, know what I'm saying? Like, sure. it, it, it really takes a lot of courage and, you know what I'm saying, it just, you know, to, to to step out and do stuff on your own, bro. So I, I got mad respect for that, bro. Like, uh, you know what I'm saying? I, and I, I'm very appreciative to to be one of the two people on yeah. your second show, bro. That's that's lit, bro. Yeah. Oh, I appreciate it. And I was that's like, proud of you, boy. y'all are like two of the like yeah. ideal people I think about when I'm doing this. So we're definitely going to do, you know, more runs of this. And that's going to be fun. Um, and I appreciate y'all saying that because, it, it, bro, this shit has definitely been a learning experience. Like, yeah. you think, like, oh, I'm just going to hop into this and, like, this shit is. There's way more to this than what you yeah. would, you know, take at face value. Did, uh, y'all have any birthday shout outs? Hey, hey, one one other quick shout out. Okay. Hey, shout out to the homie Dokes, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, bro. Jay was good. Bro, I ain't see you in a minute, bro. I love you, dog. Oh, yeah, yeah. We definitely going to get man. JD on here, too. I don't think get he, like, here, I don't think he, like, make that public. No, I'm definitely not editing this out. But I don't think he told anybody. <laughs> I'm for sure. I'm for sure running the trap on it. Hey, oh, man. I'm for sure running the trap Damn, out. Nah, edit it out. Edit no. It out. Fuck that. Hey, uh, man, I'm pulling up on you, Dokes. In Dallas, man. What's poppin', dog? You gonna come to Texas? That's where you're at. <laughs> Damn, bro. You making that trap super high. I'm sorry, JD. Yeah, fuck that. You good. Y'all got any birthday shout-outs? Uh, dude, the, I don't want to date your show, but, you know, September 21st is my birthday. I'll be 27. That's... Ooh, ooh. Shout out to me. Happy Shout birthday out. to board, man. Appreciate it. Shout out September 22nd. It's my mother's birthday. So the oh, day after hard. mine. Damn. I got the last what? day of summer. She got the first day of fall. Oh, that's that's real, bro. Yeah, that's my mom's birthday. Transition. You going to do anything real. for your birthday? Like anything? I'm going to be. Crazy? Yeah. You're going to be in Europe? Yeah. I already knew. <laughs> Damn, man. Yeah, well, I seen the passport when I walked in here. I was <laughs> like, oh, this I is the girl's shit here. I had to renew it. Okay. He had to renew it. That shit was too, too full of stamps. Damn, like, yeah, boy. The date wasn't the up. It was just too many stamps. It was like, this is unacceptable. <laughs> yeah. I'm we trying can't to get money like you, man. I would be like you when I grow up, man. I would have I drive a Tesla when I grow up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for the birthday shout-outs this week, we got Tiffany. Shout-out to Tiffany. Happy birthday. Shout-out to Whitehead. Happy birthday, boy. Happy birthday, yo. Shout out to DJ Tim Lido. Oh, sorry, DJ 23. 23 in the zone. Yep. And happy birthday to my guy, Dr. Garf. Rest in peace. All right, y'all. Happy birthday, homie. For me? Yeah. Happy birthday, homeboy. For me? Yeah. Make a wish. <laughs>